Hey everybody, welcome to episode 92 of Vigigame Game Apocalypse. I, as always, am your host, Michael Raparez. Who's in here in the kitchen studio with me? Uh, Christopher Columbus, the year we sailed the ocean blue, yeah, episode 92. Yes, yes you are, mm-hmm. 1492. Mm-hmm. Uh, hockey superstar Brett Hull. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Don't get it. That is Brett Elston. If it's not Gordy Howe. Joining us after a pro- a pro- approximately 93 absences. Uh, <laughs> it's less than that, but I don't know how to count. The mm-hmm. last one I remember being on specifically was l- like the 2013 like best games of the year episode. Yeah, that might. No, you've been on since then. I might have been on since yeah. then. Earlier this year. Hi, but, Brett. Hey. Happy birthday. Hey. That was a long time ago. Well, I just want oh. you to pull oh, you know, the string next to you. Yeah. No, I put the doll away. Why? <laughs> You'll all find out on social media. Show him, show us on the doll where you touched you, and it'll be the heart. It's uh, mm. true. So you, you guys have been in Japan for yeah. like the last month. I'm slightly punch drunk and half retarded. Wow. Um, it's been a long <laughs> I think we say half developmentally disabled. It doesn't matter. Like, someone was <laughs> bothering me on text message. It was, a, it was like a 50-hour commute where I didn't really sleep, and then I slept for 24 hours, and I'm not recovered yet. I usually get over jet lag pretty quickly. I'm minorly uh, jet lagged, mm-hmm. but um, it was a fun trip. Yeah. You went to Disney Sea. Went to Tokyo Disney Sea. We went to Tokyo. We went to Kyoto. Indeed. I lost my bag on a train. We'll hear about that in another episode. We have an episode of Laser Time coming up about. God, what a terrible tease! I would love oh, to talk wow. about it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I, I was just playing all the games that came out the last couple of weeks. That I didn't do, and, and probably uh, have a chance. actually got a chance to play Grand Theft Auto Five a little more substantially. And Ooh. the first person mode is really, really cool. It looks insane. Like yeah. it's all over my Facebook right now. People sharing. It, it really first is like, open, per, first person moments. You wouldn't think it would change that much, no. but it does. It changes the feel of the game considerably. It's it. Some of it looked like if. It Mirror's Edge was set in uh, like Compton, hmm. kind of yeah, and, like and was open world. Fist going over a shitty fence I, and then running over a prostitute. I kind of like that when you go into stealth mode, like you can see your character's hands in front yeah. of you. It's kind of like Thief or mm-hmm. other games that did that. Anyway, you uh, sound sick. Are you okay? <clears throat> I've been a little bit sick, okay. so I'm, I'm a little raspier than usual. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brett's futilely reaching for a beer. It really is a Frodo moment, <laughs> but for Rolling Rock. I kind of want to see if he makes it. Proximity. Uh, can he? Can he do it without spilling all the beers? I think he's good. Um, okay. It's also on top of a knife. Oh. Cut up some Safety. onions. I think I did it. Yeah. Uh, Yay! Uh, so it's been raining a lot here in yeah, the awful. area, and since the raindrops keep falling on our head. Um, I figured, why not do a the show... The best Spider-Man 2 games. Why not do a show about games that made us cry? Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is partly inspired by you admitting in mm. the last show yeah. that you got uh, choked up at a certain game that uh, we will mention again yeah. in this, uh, this rundown. But, uh, yeah, I want to say this is kind of more of a weird experiment. This is not a definitive list of the saddest games. This is games that made... Us personally, legit tear up, possibly yeah. even cry. You'll have your chance to. And shout back. this, this is us opening up uh, ourselves to uh, ridicule. We're putting internet. ourselves out there. Yes, we are. We're we're burying our souls well, so that you can drive in your knives. Or first of all, you do. after the games where I allegedly cried, I lifted a lot of weights. It, yeah, you did. You I should did have too. seen how much. I fucked all the women. Mm-hmm. I mean, after, that's... Like, I think I was there, too. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Yeah, so yeah. I know I mean, you did. You know, that's kind of that's kind of a pussy thing to do, literally. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, got the, I got the pussy platinum trophy oh, immediately nice, nice. afterwards. Um, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, but no, really, fuck you if you think you yeah. can't cry at things. Like, and I, I get did, over it. I did ask Tyler and Ann to be on this episode, and they're like, crying's an emotion for pussy babies. 
So I was like, okay. And, and they're like, we don't want to be on your show anymore. Typical like, response no. from a couple of fat. <laughs> <laughs> Not nice. <laughs> Yeah, but meaningless. Try and try and make this a controversy. <laughs> I dare you. Um, uh, it's it's weird that, uh, in all honesty, I probably cried at more games, but I tend to cry most during happy moments nowadays. Hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah, um, there are a few of these. Yeah, right? I think I swear there's something about aging. I think so. And mm-hmm. when we last May, when we saw all the Studio Ghibli movies, yeah, holy like, shit, I cried more in a month, wow. yeah, than I had in the last decade. Yeah, you, yeah. Get, and you get older, you get a bit more sentimental. Yeah, right? it was totally sentimental. Neural pathways attach emotion to more mm-hmm. concepts. Oh yeah, def- and I was just watching like, well, Grave of the Fireflies destroyed me, having never seen. But it. But see, that like, that didn't because like that movie is sad. I I, I just wasn't prepared. Oh, you were. I, uh, I was not, not a, before. I'd never seen it before, oh, okay. so that that absolutely wrecked me. But yeah. then even even seeing. Things like Only Yesterday or Whisper of the Heart. I'm just like, it's just fuzzy and feel good. And as a 15 year old, I wouldn't want to kick my. I would have wanted to kick my own 33 year old ass. Mm-hmm. Like drunkenly, I have two but movies I cry at a lot. Goodfellas. Yes, I know. R- Rushmore and Goodfellas. Wow. And, and like in the end, it's like super happy. Where but it's like Rushmore? The end. Because like it's it, it, one. I love it. It like it's very accurate depiction of me. Where E. T. goes home? No, god damn it! That's not the same fucking. Fil- <laughs> Out of here. <laughs> well, the, the bottom line that you should be taking from this is that we are all a bunch of 30 something wusses <laughs> who uh, cry we're, we're at this, video games. We're this close to being our own cocoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you did, and because this isn't on the list, I kind of want to talk about this briefly. You did cry as a kid. Yeah, so. Playing an NES game. Yeah, so I've I, I been told this story before. This but is a, is a number? Is. This no, this is, on the this is uh, number alpha, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Zero. I mean, I've told this story before, but I mean, part of my Mega Man fandom began, you know, I played Mega Man 1 and wow. was like, this is cool, and I and it's fine. And then Mega Man first? Yeah. Mm. I'm a real not, fan. I played Mega Man 1 first. Up. Yeah, I was there since shut the beginning. Up. Sorry if you weren't born in 1980. I yeah. Um, no, I was... Uh, Played Mega Man One. It didn't really like. I, I was definitely like it. Like I love the idea of the Robot Masters. I love the idea of this character who could change weapons, and, and that was all really cool. And it was groundbreaking, and being able to pick which level you wanted, and all these things really attached the character to me. But then Mega Man Two like got all the hype from Nintendo Power, and really became this big thing. And then uh, the final boss with Doctor Wily turns into the alien. You're just like, and as, a, as like an eight or nine year old, you're Bubble just like, Jet does something. Yeah, mm-hmm. as as like an eight or nine year old, even as something as simple as like Doctor Wily morphing into that alien was like a really powerful moment. And you're mm-hmm. just like, oh my god, like I've trained my whole eight year old life for this. <laughs> and then you beat him, and then you watch this ending, and the ending is like legit like art like it's yeah. Mega Man walking away to a sad song it's like it may be like in but through the seasons season of time cycle, it, it yeah. suggests yeah, it, it su- suggests years of wondering it suggests like at least a lot of time is at passing. least one year yeah mm-hmm. time is passing mm-hmm. it's been an arduous journey and this really melancholic song is playing uh, and it's Mega Man walking towards the camera and then he pauses looks up at the screen the, the music kind of hits this like sustained sad note and then the screen flickers and then only his helmet is there mm-hmm. And I thought that made Mega Man died. Yep. He wandered for years alone and then died. Yeah, like, I, I didn't even go that far. I was just like, he's not on the screen anymore. Does that mean he's dead? And, like, that's as deep as my thought went. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like, running around the house crying and, like, going to my, like, running to my parents, like, Mom, Mega Man's dead! Mom. 
and just being like, uh, and they're like, shut up. Um, but <laughs> shut up. Nobody cares if Mega Man's dead. I'm sure he's myself. fine. Look, reset. Oh, he's back. Wow, great. Go watch Ed <laughs> Sullivan. What year is this? Uh, this is 19, probably 1988 <laughs> or 89. Because um, 3 was 90. So I was probably playing this around 88 or 90. I don't remember what. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember when I got it. But somewhere in that 89 range. But, uh, yeah, and I remember crying at that because I thought he died. So it was definitely a sad, like, irrational kid cry. But that was definitely the first game where I had some kind of emotion, big emotional response because only from Mega Man 1 and 2 already that character in the world meant so much to me that I was like, yeah, we got... Um, Which I also attribute to things like the fact that the sprite blinked, like such small details. Like, what other sprite blinked Mm. in that that era? Pre-1990 NES. What blinks the time cat? Uh, I'm a little drinky. I'm, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, you did when you Bubsy. put the controller down. That was, that was years later. <sighs> um. <laughs> so I mean, that's that's you know that's why I didn't want to include it on the list because it's mm. like it's not it's not either of those things. Right. It's just like beautiful. And now I can like kind of look at it as almost the other side of like I might tear up just thinking about how this is such a beautiful moment. Like that's that's where it comes for me. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah, and a lot of these are the uh, moments like that. I want to say. Uh, oh, I, I cried on the on the plane at uh, Guardians of the Galaxy um, oh. just hours ago. Uh, <laughs> that completely happened the fourth time I've seen the but film. But you'd been up for like twenty four hours. I had, but yeah. it's just like it's just this is a great moment, and the end is like intentionally like oh, forcibly sad. Yeah, the we end wa- is really really good. Mm-hmm. We watched. Uh, I'd never seen Love Actually. Oh God! And we really? watched it on the flight over there. I think oh, I teared up at that. Oh, oh. God. But on, on that note, spe- talking, uh, speaking of endings, I'm I just getting say, old and sad. These are all endings we're going to be talking about. This is a very spoilery cast. So when we start each entry, I'm going to mention the name, play a non-spoilery uh, sound effect, and then I will. There will be a timestamp, an Come audible timestamp, telling you when to skip ahead if you if you don't want to be spoiled on this particular. So game. if you didn't know that Haley Joel Osment killed Dumbledore. True. Right, yes. True. And sees dead wizards. Yes. yes. And was having an affair with Snape the whole time. <laughs> and Bruce Willis is Kaiser Soze. Yeah. Please step away. <laughs> and they all together buried Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the killer in Scream was the girlfriend. And learned how to melt steel beams with, <laughs> what? with their love. Sorry, I thought we were uh, on 9-11 conspiracies. Oh, no, no, no. no. Was, it was all... an inside job, Elston. I was... That's McMahon. <laughs> no, no, it's... Mm-hmm. It's okay. All right. Let's begin. Number five. You were my ace in the hole, but you were also the closest thing I ever had to a son. And that's why this hurts. Betrayal, kid. So this is Bioshock. Specifically, we're going to be talking about the good ending, so if you don't want to be spoiled on it, Skip ahead to... 19 minutes, 27 seconds. But I figured this was probably the one that most people had finished, so let's start mm-hmm. here. This is in no particular order, right. actually. But, so, you said you had a whole spiel worked up about I, Bioshock's I a, good end. I have a bit of a spiel, because it's like... I understand, like, first of all, there's the boss battle at the end, which, right. you know, kind of, you know... You've gone through this amazing, artful experience, and then you have this boss battle that's super video gamey. But I thought that was fine, because I'm like, I, you know, they've been, like... You know, I'm going to be a little gravelly here, but like they've been loving the smell of their own farts this whole game, so <laughs> I don't, I don't mind there being a video gamey into it. Like it's been like thought- be gravelly. This is a very gravelly show. It's been, it's been thoughtful and like really clever and interesting the whole game. So it's like let them have the video game boss. Like let's be real, there sure. has to be a video game boss at the end. Like mm-hmm. that's fine. 
Um, he's not the greatest boss, but whatever. Like, the whole game, Bioshock, obviously, great. Great game. Yeah. But then the, the good ending, I loved. I absolutely loved because it was like... A, I can't, it wasn't if you saved all of them, right? It was just if you It sa- is if you save all of them. Okay. So you, you go through, you're, you're given the option to harvest or save the little sisters. Yeah. And if you save them all, you hear... This. I swear you can harvest, like, at least two. Maybe. Maybe you get, like, a, a gimme or two. So, maybe. I never in, in any but. case, here, here's, here's what you hear and see. They offered you this city. And you refused it. And what did you do instead? What I've come to expect of you. You saved them. You gave them the one thing that was stolen from them. A chance. A chance to learn. To find love. To live. And in the end, what was your reward? You never said. But I think I know. A family. Achievements. She was close. Yeah, th- those two. Boink. <laughs> family you never had as Jack. You you had the memories of a family, but never an actual. Family. So what I loved about that is that entire. That's the ending. Yeah. yeah. That that vo. That's the ending. And but you're you're seeing you get to see like there's a suggestion of the little sisters going topside, having a life, growing up, and you see like yeah, these yeah, yeah. five adult women's hands coming in and clutching your old gnarled yeah, old man hand at the game. end. I, for some reason, I thought that was the second. Game. No, that no, was that's the one. First. That's one. So that's what got me was I was watching. Oh, that's sweet. Like because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like they all got to leave and grow up and be real people, and he saved them from this awful place. Yeah, that's a cool story. But just that image of. Them coming back to be at his deathbed. Yeah, uh, I did. I was like, even thinking about it now, I'm just like, I lost that is it. I so lost beautiful. it in the hotel room in Japan. Just some, I'd seen the video before. It was, uh, he won some uh, Pulitzer Nobel Peace Prize for I forget his name for saving a bunch of people in the Holocaust, and they, they invite him to some event. Oscar Schindler. That no, not that <laughs> that guy. But he, but he, uh, he, he's like and take a bow and he's like before he can stand up like 40 people stand up around him and they're like all the children that he had saved from oh, the holocaust wow. and like he didn't know they were all sitting next to him around him and would all turn around and look at him wow and it fucking killed me in front of in front of my girlfriend just like what's wrong <laughs> oh. and and uh yeah i don't know sorry didn't mean but to bring it, up. it does kind of have that vibe that like yeah. you, you save them and you know went out took responsibility mm-hmm. for them raised them and they love you you're their dad yeah. And there, yeah. there's something really, really It's the closest thing that. I've ever felt to an actual parental hmm. thing where, like, for for that brief moment, I was able to... And that's what a medium should do. Like, that's what art does, is it makes you feel things mm-hmm. you would normally resist. I, th- I think it's yeah. usually that you, even in the most da- damselly presentations, yeah. you save a lady and then either you get married or you go off and... Like, the president's daughter is off to do her own thing, right. but not that like oh they're a, we're a part of one another's life up until the point well, I say it's goodbye. Also like your entire purpose for living was to be a mole mm. and break shit, yeah. mm-hmm. and you broke that cycle. And then like your 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 ultimate legacy is you save these five ten girls, mm-hmm. and the real ending is that they got to go live a life, and you got the shit kicked out of you. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's also I don't like know. something you, about that really got me. You did something selfless in the game yeah. and then you end up spending the rest of your life doing something sort of selfless but not entirely because you are 
getting the affection of a family out of it. And yeah. it's it's also kind of touching on a, a level that I hadn't really thought about before now, which is that the main character, Jack, is profoundly damaged. He's just yeah, found yeah, out yeah. everything he remembers is a lie. He mm-hmm. was basically raised in a laboratory by psychotic sadists. Yeah. And like this is this is his way of achieving some sort of normalcy, which he's never actually had. They yeah. had a water park to protect. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, it, it really was like I, I was enjoying the whole ending. Just like okay, whatever. But I, yeah, the image of the oh boy. You're okay? no, I was gonna barf, You're but okay? uh, <laughs> the image of the the, the hands touching his is yeah. like God. Especially now as I age more and it more, it sticks I'm like, out in my mind. That would that would kill me now if I played it again. But also, what I loved was the goddamn brevity. Like yeah. th- that ending's like thirty seconds. I think that disappointed some people. Yeah, and again, it's just like I wanted. I'm just like, I don't know what you wanted. <laughs> like, those people should go play Square games. They'll give you a lot of games. <laughs> I wanted something a little more epic. And, like, I just know, don't... I don't I, I, it's different strokes and all that. I don't get it. But for me, I'm like, if it gets to the point and is meaningful, like, it, that fucking ending can be 10 seconds. Who cares? Mm. That was an impactful ending that summed up, like, what else did you need to know? Well, what jobs did they have? Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't care. Did one become like, a lawyer or a doctor? Like, I, I don't know. Like, and I understand... Did they become video game journalists, in which case this whole sacrifice was meaningless? <laughs> uh, but it's just like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, yeah. I mean, I get... I mean, yeah. I, on, a, on a small scale, I do understand, because I remember playing games for that were like 70 hours and getting a 10-minute a ending and being like, that's it. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Like, some games warrant it. Some games stretch on too long. And then mm-hmm. you look at, like, I don't know, the Final Fantasy IV ending versus Final Fantasy VI. The sixth one is almost twice as long as four, But by the end of four, I know way more about, like, what happened. And six was, like, this great, like, curtain call. They're mm-hmm. two very different things. But one gave me a better sense of what actually happened to everyone. And the other one was, like, this great, like, fine. Everyone gets a chance to do a final bow. Hmm. Um, whereas this was, so you really only care about this character. Well, you know what happened to Rapture because you, the whole game was Rapture, so yeah. you know what happened there. But now, what happened to the characters you saved? And then the bad ending is like, who, who gives a shit? Yeah, uh, you stole the I never nukes. Saw it. Never. Saw I it. did it again for the bad ending. It's mm-hmm. like, and then the what are they called? Splicers. Yeah, the splicers. they went topside. Where I'm sure one SWAT they, team stopped all. They of capture them. a nuclear sub. That's the thing that they they have. <laughs> like Rapture now has yeah. nuclear weapons, <sighs> and that yeah. that's the bad ending. But yeah, uh, yeah that, I mean, it is a bad ending. It's an, another aspect of this is that like you've just spent like the last couple hours of the game mutilating yourself. I mean, you've you've yeah. been injecting yourself with mm. Adam and shit through the whole game, which does God knows what to your appearance given how the splicers look you hear that kids yeah but uh think of, then, your, think of your teeth at, at the very <laughs> end you're you turn yourself into a big daddy like with fontaine saying like there's no way back from this like and you get like a giant like 1930s microphone implanted in your throat so that you can make those bellowing big daddy noises and it's, man that man that was also, cool yeah also you know flashback 2 is a great game it is mm-hmm. it is a great game should go play it. I remember that having an ending that choked me up, but I don't remember what it was. I don't remember the ending at all. I don't want to spoil the ending to two games in one entry. Gotcha. Very well. We might do that again in the future. Got it. Anyway, let's move on. Number four. I've come for you, Ross. (laughs) And you, boy, have sure shit found. I can already feel the tears. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is Red Dead Redemption. Again, if you don't want to be spoiled, skip ahead to... Twenty-eight minutes, forty-eight seconds. Mm. This is this one's mine, and yeah, no, no, I mean, good. okay, you know, the, you get to the end of the game, John Marston dies, mm-hmm. the, the protagonist you've gone through with the whole game. That for me is not the sad part. That was a yeah, shocking yeah. part. 
The sad part for me is when you take over as a son, Jack, yeah. years later, and you go and hunt down Edgar Ross, the uh, FBI agent mm-hmm. who killed, killed your, your father. Dad. And it's kind of uh, this weird thing where, like, he's retired, he's off yeah. on a hunting trip somewhere, and you find out where he is by talking to his wife. What are you doing out here? Are you out visiting the lake with your family? Uh, no, ma'am. I was looking to deliver a letter to Edgar Ross. Oh, that husband of mine. That bureau just won't get its talons out of him, even though he's retired. Edgar gave them some of the best years of his life. They ought to let him retire in peace. They'll not rest till they've killed him with worry, and he's such a sensitive man. I'm sorry, I shouldn't get so angry. I don't suppose any of this is your fault. There's no need to worry about him nowadays. So, on that note, you go off, you find him, and after a brief confrontation, uh, where he, he tells you to leave, he's like, you know, your, your father killed himself mm. with the life he led. Just get out of here. Like, no, I saw you shoot him. Like, no, just go. And then you have a, a shootout with him. And that's that's pretty sad. But for me, the the tears welled up a bit when I heard this. Like when the credits, the final credits start to roll. Your hands upon Oh yeah. A dead man's gun and you're looking down the sights. So, that, it's just like this weird moment where you start to feel the weight of everything you've mm-hmm. done in the game and the weight of what you've just done. Mm-hmm. And... Like, you killed this old man, and on the one hand, it's immensely satisfying. Like, yeah, fuck you, you asshole who killed well, the hero. And on the other, it's an incredibly hollow act. It is, and that's that's what I think... I don't think you could do that in a movie, because we were asked to take upon Son's role mm-hmm. for a little bit. Like, you get to run around pretty... You could run around and do a bunch of stuff yeah. as this character, and then, like, yeah, whatever your life was is completely futile, and the death of your father has essentially ruined you. Yeah. And it's the the whole thing was John, uh, John Marston mm-hmm. like really wanted something better for his son. Yeah. He didn't want his son to and become an outlaw. Yeah, he failed because he died. Mm-hmm. His son became exactly what he was, oh. and went went out to avenge him in this very empty act. He killed the retiree yeah. on a hunting yeah. trip. Yeah, like yeah. who the fuck cares? Yeah. His wife cares. Yeah. Who just led you to him and now has to spend her remaining years mm-hmm. thinking about that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm putting a little too much uh, no, no, emotion but into it's, fictional but it's, it's, it's in her dialogue. It's in her yeah. dialogue. She, like, she's, she worries about him and is like, oh, thank God I don't have to worry about him anymore. Who could ever want to hurt this abused person who's very sensitive <laughs> and is completely done with anything that like, yeah. you could ever... Uh, whatever. But yeah, I, I get that because the, the game made you feel that. It was, mm-hmm. It's important. that It's not something you're projecting. It's like that's the only reason you play as the sun. Yeah. And so you feel that moment. That's true. Yeah, you feel the hollowness of a revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, th- I think the part that really got to me in that ending song was mm-hmm. this verse. And you're not gonna take what they've got to give And you're not gonna let them take your will to live Because they've taken enough And you've given them all When I heard that the first time, I thought the line was "Love won't save them tonight" luck. for whatever reason. Yeah, it's obviously luck. Mm-hmm. I misheard it as love for some reason. I thought like, oh, like the love of his wife, who's uh, and I, you know, uh, <laughs> trying I, I, to I protect like him. I like the song just because. Yeah. Uh, 
the, well, I mean, the, that, that game really used music effectively. Yeah. Like, just whenever a song would come on, it would be this big moment, mm-hmm. like, just evoking all kinds of emotion. Like, when you go into Mexico, mm-hmm. when you're finally yeah. killed Dutch and you're, you're riding home to your family on the ranch. And, yeah, this this was, like, for whatever reason, I, I just the song started playing and I got a little bit weepy. I wonder if this game's worth revisiting. Oh, probably. I, I do want, but I, I'm just I, like I you guys. I think it's one like of the it's, best it's, games of the last ten years. Yeah, no, me too. It's it's just hard to fire up those old systems with all the new mm. stuff flying around. Yeah, I know you have and to drag play, your 360 play for ninety hours. Out of the closet and I, it's it's it literally in my room <laughs> after a stream and hasn't been hooked up for the last two months. For me, it's just more like it's hard to like. Knowing that each of these games, the last generation, like all of them are like, hey, you got 30 hours? Yep. I don't. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Yeah. yeah. I'm so... Uh, yeah, sorry. I've been trying to like look on my... So I don't use TwitPic anymore. Basically nobody yes. does. But that's what I was using around the time we were playing this. Mm-hmm. And when I finally finished the game and I went through that exact moment and, you know, you sneak up on the dude and he's fishing next to some old creek. Yeah. And... I'm trying to find the picture. I tweeted it back in 2010, I guess. And okay. uh, that moment, it wasn't ruined for me because I definitely got the feels of the, you know, the song mm-hmm. and the, the the emptiness of going back there to kill that dude. Um, but when I shot him, uh, I did it with a sniper rifle. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, or or maybe maybe I just did it. And then, but point is, I walked up to him. Mm-hmm. And looked at him, zoomed up with the sniper rifle, and I tweeted a picture of his of like the polygons of his face, like it was just like an eyeball floating in like sand <laughs> in like raw salmon. Jesus Christ! It just looked like an eyeball in like just red textures galore. Ew. And so that moment, I was kind of like, "Well, that was sad, but this is pretty cool." <laughs> like it was, it was. I, I kind of undid it for myself. I, uh, damn it, I can't find the picture. Well, whatever. The jewelry because there, there's like a shootout moment at the end. Yeah. And I can't remember. I, I kind of feel like I lined up all the uh, X's on his crotch like I did with everybody. <laughs> I shot the shit out of his face. Nice. And, yeah, there's some picture somewhere out there that's just like an eyeball and a couple of teeth. And then the rest of it is just red. Wow. And so when I saw that, I was like, so, uh, you know, he did. Mm-hmm. Like, rush yeah. hour style. But. Yeah, he's super dead. But, yeah. Uh, it was a very emotional game, and it was the kind of game where, like, a month later, I, I, I remember just thinking, like, man, I miss James Mar- John Marshall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, just, like, I miss see- seeing him interact. It was like, well, so that's what it's like when you lose a friend. Like, and the, man, the, I miss just seeing him react to things. The voice actor, like, after that, kind of, like, cho- uh, chosenly disappeared off the face of the earth. Like, didn't he? Kinda. He I moved to know. he moved to the middle of the country, decided to quit acting, and huh. so like and I figured like this guy is one of the best actors I've ever seen in a game. Yeah, he should be in everything from here on out, and never did was never in anything again. Oh, that's a shame. But, but by his own choice, I think he's yeah. come out to like do other things. So it's a loss. Yeah, but, it totally. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I guess you know I don't so much want to revisit Red mm-hmm. Dead as I want them to make another one. It'd be nice. It's been like five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you? Grand what Theft do you Auto? Doing? Come on. What are you doing? Yeah, it's hard though because if they did, it wouldn't be him. So it's uh, yeah, kind of like. Know. But the, you know. the beauty is that they will, and it'll be special because it'll mm-hmm. happen once every decade. Yeah, that's true. And we can all get excited once yeah. again What's when another- we're forty. When we're <laughs> right. <laughs> when yeah. we're forty. What's another? Hmm. Hmm. I was gonna say, what's, what's another R word you want to see with Red Dead? 
<laughs> oh, uh, okay. Red Dead okay. Rugby. It's a sports title. Uh, Red Dead Retard? Is that what yeah, you're that's going for? That's what I was getting <laughs> at, oh, but I didn't want to go there. Not dead. Red Dead Rape. <laughs> Red Dead Baron. It's set in World War One. Fine. It's all There's about a Snoopy game planes. out there. It'll yeah. give you everything you oh, need. Oh, Snoopy Ace, whatever. Yeah. Namco, World War yeah. Flying Ace. A Namco mm-hmm. joint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huge in Japan, I can so confirm. Weird. Is it? Is it on the PSN, whatever? It was on... It was did they, like release an Xbox Live. Version? They did. They yeah, were yeah, a yeah. new version. Um, I don't know if it's still there though. Wow, because all that stuff that disappeared. I can't imagine Charles Schultz was that much of a Nazi with the license, <laughs> given that he's dead. Snoopy versus <laughs> the Red Baron, another game that made Chris cry. Uh, it was so tragic. He didn't even have to say anything. He just shot his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> he won World War One. Yeah, <laughs> Katie, I'm mm. so sorry. That I can't be there to see you in person. This is Gone Home. Uh, sorry we're bringing this up again. I know there are those of you in the audience who don't like to hear us talk about it, but... But uh, shut the fuck up and leave. <laughs> Just, uh, well, well, no, I don't mean that because we've talked about it a lot uh-huh. lately. Yeah. But uh, if you hate this game on principle, I don't have anything more to say to you. Yeah. But if, if you don't want to be spoiled on the ending, and you presumably weren't last week... Mm-hmm. Uh, Skip ahead to... 40 minutes, 45 seconds. Chris, this one was yours. Yeah. But, uh, I, I mean... Because you actually said it, it made you legit tear up. No, right? I, have, I have no problem bringing... I know we, we may have mentioned it last week. Um, we recorded that a bit in advance. But um, a lot of that had to do with... I didn't... I was told I should really play Gone Home, and I wasn't told what it was. And just today, I streamed Game of Thrones, and like... I've read the books and I've seen the show and I don't know where this game takes... I don't know anything about this. Hmm. And as a... My job used to be like, here's what a game is, I'll tell you all about it. Like, I don't know. We're going to experience this for the first time together. And had I been streaming that, I didn't know where Gone Home was going. And when when you first... It's it's thundering and lightning and you step up to a doorstep and there's nobody home and you get the impression that something terrible, something horrible Mm -hmm. has happened. And yeah, you have that overwhelming sense of dread throughout yeah, the entire game. Yeah, there's this huge trepidation every time you step into a room. Like you can't, I couldn't leave a light off. Yeah, uh, ever. And now I realize that was folly, mm-hmm. but also very good on the game designer's part. Um, well, I mean, you know, we, we talked last time about this being a horror game, mm-hmm. and uh, or like uh, PC gamer saying like, "Oh, this was a super scary experience," and people saying, "No, this wasn't a horror game." It's like, well, it's not, but it tricks you into thinking. Yeah, it's not weird. not in it's hindsight. It's a horror game with no scary payoff. Yeah, not in hindsight. It was it was terrifying for me, and and, and mm-hmm. like, I was pretty convinced as the game was leading towards its crescendo. Oh, the mom didn't cheat, and the dad got a book deal, and I still thought there were bodies in the basement, hmm. and I did. Or I did the attic. The attic, sorry. I thought there were there were bodies in the attic, and there weren't. And, and like, not only were there not bodies in the attic, there was a very beautiful moment. Do you have it? Yeah, I do, actually. Okay. I, we should set this up a little yeah. bit. Uh, so this is... He says, are you ready to go back to Titanic? <laughs> <laughs> there, so, there are two... Your, your little sister, who's yeah, in love with another girl, and... Uh-huh, named Lonnie, who's... who's uh, Like, the, the whole thing was, uh, Sam's not allowed to see mm-hmm. Lonnie anymore, because yeah. her parents found out about them. And, and Lonnie, they're gay girls. Yeah, they're gay girls. Uh, Lonnie's shipping out to the army for mm-hmm. basic training. And to be even gayer. Like, Sam is in... The notes you're finding from Sam indicate she's incredibly sad about yes. this. And she's going up to the attic, and you're afraid she's going to do something drastic. And then you hear this. So she'd been on the bus to basic, and she said she couldn't 
She couldn't think of anything but me and us, and that she couldn't go through with it, with the army and being a part and all of it. And so she got off the bus in Salem. She said, Sam, I want you to pack up everything you can and get in your car and come find me. And let's just drive until we find somewhere for us. And she asked me if I could do that. And I said, yes. Yes. So I know, um, and, you know, and some levels I agree that people have said it's it's sort of a trite story and ending. If the genders were reversed or, or if it was a heterosexual thing, it wouldn't be remarkable at all. But it, but it wouldn't it be the same story. No, would it, it wouldn't be the same story. And so it's kind of just this beautiful, unexpected, romantic By conclusion. By the way, if, if you're to, Tim Schadenfreude on Twitter and Sierra Salas, you're... I'm I'm getting you the game, so don't listen to this part. Oh, okay. <laughs> they won it <laughs> little, last little week. A little late, little late. It is a little late, mm-hmm. but fuck them. They should have played it already. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of the George Strait song "Run." Doesn't why Elson? No, uh, just the end where they're like, "There's, there's, look, baby, we were." Is it the same one? <laughs> is it the same one? The fact that I was like, "Oh, you know this song?" No, no, it's uh, pretty sad. <laughs> uh, I'll save it for the country episode later time because <laughs> I could fill one. I'm sorry. Well, that's, that's okay. But, I mean, li- living More in... More about George Strait, everyone. <laughs> living in the now of the ending, like, not mm-hmm. thinking about, like, oh, what are they going to do down the road? What if this doesn't work out? Whatever. Like, in the immediate context of this story, I think it's a very beautiful ending. Yes. And it, it's like these... Your these, love isn't forbidden, you fucking hetero yeah. shitheads. Well, they're, they're in, like, this is, what, the early to mid-90s? Yes. And, I mean, you, you, you live in a world now, especially if you're younger, where mm-hmm. gays are kind of more or less accepted. Yeah. Like, it's kind of just taken for granted. Like, oh, you're gay? Who the fuck cares? Not the world I grew up in. That's not... Yeah. We, we grew up in a world where it was like, oh, you're gay? You're fucking going to hell. I'm going to stab you in the heart right and now. That's why when I recommend, like, movies like Casablanca, it's like, it's a love story, but you don't have... Well, sorry. Romeo and Juliet mm-hmm. is still beloved because you don't understand those kind of limitations put on your affection with another human being. No one's ever told you who you can and can't love. Mm-hmm. And like that's that's Unless happened. that has happened, in which case, sorry. But. Were, I'm saying for like for people like, what if it was a man and a woman? Like mm-hmm. that's never fucking happened. No then, one's. Then imagine it's in the deep south, and he's <laughs> black and she's white. Well, think, one's well, the, a Hatfield, one's a McCoy. Right, and they can't get along. The difference what here is, is like a like everyone like tons of people will go through a personal reason why two families yes. don't like each other. Two families mm-hmm. are different religions, but there's no systemic. Yes, it's not something that the entire yeah. society is going to judge you by. And your pants, are, their her parents are clearly just looking out for her happiness uh-huh. and this is something where the deck is stacked against them yes. societally you're like you guys have no fucking chance but you're gonna try it anyway mm-hmm. and that's amazing it's really good pass or fail doesn't matter give you're giving it a shot and that's that's fucking gorgeous especially mm-hmm. with the, in the time period that the game sets like spends so much time setting up yeah. that's very important Brett I feel like we cut you off I never play this game oh, oh. <laughs> so I, but you are I'm sorry we're spoiling it for you I don't care. <laughs> I, uh, no, it's just, I don't know. You should care. Carol, well, you, Carol, you were talking about, like, oh, that takes 30 hours. I don't have that. This game you can finish in less than two. No, I know. But then Carolyn bought it for 20 bucks and was like, I think it was two hours and I paid $20. <laughs> <laughs> so, remind, me to, remind me to hit yeah. Carolyn on the shoulder next time I see her. Uh, How but dare she but it was that. like it went on sale like the next day for 10 So yeah. you're just like, mm, you're all Great, I got to pay full it's price for what these two assholes. Gee, 10 bucks. But, uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I liked, I, again, I didn't play it, so I can't speak to any of that stuff. But it was more like I liked the idea of a horror game with no payoff. Yeah, mm. that that idea always stuck with me. Of like, it reminds me of being a kid and coming home. Like, 
the whole mm-hmm. premise of this game struck me pretty well, and I didn't want to play the game because I'm like, what? I guess I did not didn't not want to play it. It was just I never got around to it. Mm-hmm. But that premise of like, yeah, I grew up where it stormed a lot, and the power would go out a lot, mm-hmm. and it's in the 90s, and that's the exact time frame I was like 13, 15, 16 years old. And you'd come home, and nobody's home, and there's no cell phones, and there's no internet. And I would just be like, hello? <laughs> and you just, and I had to... Am a, I the last man on earth? <laughs> and, but it was, it was more like, you know, it would be creepy. And as a kid, mm-hmm. as a yeah. kid and even a teenager, you'd psych yourself out and be like, oh, man, I know, I know, I know for a fact... And Megalon is in the attic. <laughs> and you if, really envision Megalon. And if I go up there, he's going to spit meteors. He is going to shoot rocks at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if I go in the basement, that wood burning stove is going to come to life yeah. and shoot rocks at me. Eat your poo poo and your pee pee. That's a different 80s movie. I'm sorry. No, that's a Home Alone reference. Was, was, but it was like the cast of Ghosts and Goblins is probably waiting for me in the bathroom, is yes. what I'm saying. But you would, you would freak yourself out. Like, mm-hmm. it would storm. So, like, the premise of, like, but then it would all be for nothing. Like mm. eventually, the power would come back. I'd be like, "Oh right, everything's fine." <laughs> yeah. Like to it, try to capture some aspect right. it, of it, that in a game is interesting. It recaptures that sense of dread. That's mm-hmm. and it's something like and I know there's people who live in places even now where the power will go out at the drop of a, ra- a single raindrop. Mm-hmm. Oh, the whole grid's down. <laughs> but like growing up, like fucking tornado alley, man. Like I had to put up with that shit all the time. It mm. wouldn't be playing outside and come home and it was like oh it turns out I'm the only one here and there's a tornado warning trying to explain that it just, I just was streaming today and like I was everybody's like I love you but I don't get that because I was born in 1995 so when I, where I lived what? in Florida the power would go out every time it rained period right like the cable could go out if it was raining and my dad used the driveway <laughs> it, <laughs> I mean, can you imagine the phone calls you get now, like the Twitter responses? Right. Use the driveway once, and I don't get to watch BET. Great, right. great. That's a, that, that accent <laughs> didn't work with the channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder, really like, did. Chris, did you find the note in Gone Home where it, like, talks about, I think so there's something about the power cycling that's like, oh, if mm-hmm. you leave too many lights on, it'll, yeah. it'll uh, turn off the entire system. Yeah. They, they, and, like, I got to the point where I was like, oh, shit, I need to go turn off the lights or it'll black out and yeah. I'll... I'll be here all alone, and the monster will come get me. No, I left them on anyway. Like, yeah. like come what may, I'm not going to sit around and walk, rock around here in the dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. Again, it's, this is my favorite interactive experience of 2013, uh, for the most part. Wow. Um, it really is. I mean, I had games like I played more of and I liked better, but like mm-hmm. I played this twice, and, yeah. and I don't play games twice. I don't have time. Well, but you do have time for this because it's two hours long. And again, like like I said, I Wish think last shorter. episode you can speed run it in under. You're two inflappable. Minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, do, I definitely, I definitely I, recommend playing on. I, I don't remember what VG Empire was, but someone said unflappable, and I, I was like, mm-hmm. no, freq- uh, frequently flapped. Mm-hmm. And something about being frequently flapped was amusing to me. Oh. Uh, I've never played this game. I'll flap. Oh, okay. Well, you should. I'm out of anecdotes. <laughs> and to those in the audience and who complain every time we bring this up, I know, I know, but uh, this, this will be the last this, time for a while. Is this video game Apocalypse L.A. Noir? Or, I'm sorry, Heavy what? Rain. <laughs> heavy Rain. Maybe. In the opposite where you talk good about it, but in Heavy Rain, oh, yeah. every time we have an <laughs> a- incident, we bring up... Uh, I don't. Sorry, I, don't, I was trying to bring back the magic. I want to live on an immersive spaceship and... <laughs> I don't think anybody still likes heavy rain when we talk shit about it. So, <laughs> damn, whatever. What was that video? The child endangerment video we did on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. The, the fucking options circling Ethan at the point like, 
mm-hmm. console child. What? Yeah. It what? Uh, were you signaling? No, stretching. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, I'm throwing off. Let's get let's... console child. Console child. Like Jesus Christ! Is this an alien human simulator? I got you some chewies. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry chewies, please. Engage physical contact, yes. <laughs> Son, respond to affection. Write that down. That just sounds like and the picking fucking nuts evil... Lab. What was the evil Kermit? <laughs> Constantine? Constantine. Yes. Yes. Yes, pig. I don't care. Yes, uh, yes, Zongo. I don't care. <laughs> that movie was great. It really was. Uh, yes, Zongo. I, anyway, I think we've wandered far enough. I'm off sorry. The point. I'll let you borrow it. It's Get time it to move to. Leave. I want Diana to see it. All right, me too. Number two. Yes, pig. Yes, pig. That's AI one prom. Oh my God, don't Brett! Do you it. recognize this? Jesus crackers! Uh, that's <laughs> Ghost Trick. Ghost Trick. And if you haven't Ghost played this Trick one, skip ahead to fifty-one minutes thirty-two seconds. I have not. You haven't played Ghost Trick. I have played a lot of. How it. How long did you work it. at Capcom to not play Ghost There's Trick? There's no copies of Ghost Trick left in the universe. Uh, you're probably it's, true. it's on iOS. You know, except iOS. except the infinite amount on iOS. Yeah, the one they make you pay for. I do kind of work there. I do kind of yeah. wish that uh, the one on <laughs> iOS looked better than the DS version, but you know, oh. beggars can't be choosers. Uh, I th- it looks brilliant for a DS game. No, I love it. Like Ghost Trick is one of the, it's Shutsukumi of the Ace Attorney series. Like, it's a beautiful, and I mean this. Like again, I played this before I worked there, and you're I, on record for saying this before you worked. Oh there. yeah, well before I ever worked there, and well before I was even interviewing to be there. So, and I'm not I'm not the biggest Ace Attorney fan. Like I love the characters and I love the the quirkiness of the game, but I've never finished mm-hmm. one, which is why I'm not an Ace Attorney. Like as right. a as a as a guy, like that's just that's not my beat, but. Uh, <laughs> um, but Ghost Trick, for some reason, I was like really drawn to. And I was like, you know, I, mean, I am going to play this because what I, I don't I don't remember what hooked me. I know Carolyn spoke highly of it, so I was like, well, she also spoke highly of Ace Attorney, and I did, I know it's just not my thing. Something about Ghost Trick pulled me in. High recommendations and whatnot, but like, I got to this point where like I'm going to play it, and the mixture of these. I mean, if you know Ace Attorney, it's the same thing with like these really fun characters. Same thing if you if you like Persona, it's that same reason you like Persona, where these characters in the world and the environments just pull you in so much. But Ghost Trick had this extra element of like, Chris, you're playing Sum Sum without <laughs> headphones on. I I actually have not played this, and I keep meaning to. You, right, you can hear my voice, right? Like, <laughs> no, not when I'm you're not. You're not actually being cut out of this conversation. Right, I'll put my headphones on and turn on Sum Sum. Jesus Christ! <laughs> stop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You know, You're really helping seconds. us convince the audience this is something special worth crying <laughs> over. I can't tell the difference between that and playing Bust a Move. Uh, anyway, but anyway. it it builds to this. Apologies. You're you're a disembodied ghost. That's hence the yeah. ghost trick, and you're you're going around being a poltergeist kind yeah. of thing. Everything like, everything is a puzzle of like, okay, how do I jump from object to object yeah. to make this other object move and save these characters' lives? Yeah, and you go through all these little vignettes and you solve these little problems, and mm-hmm. you in, in the in the you cor- watch people get murdered, then you rewind the clock like a minute, and to, then have to, to figure out how to save them. how to save them. And and like the the act of doing that, you you get pieces of this puzzle. And you see the events of like how your character was killed, and there's there's, frankly, it's a bit fuzzy at this point about what exactly happened because yeah. it's been three years. But like you think you're one character and you're yeah. not. I re I rewatched the ending okay. before putting the show together. So uh, no, I'm know. Th- things right. things get strange. You think you're this guy, Sissel, Sissel, mm-hmm. the guy with the big blonde hair. Yeah, that it looks up. like a Dairy Queen thing, <laughs> uh, like a dip cone, and. Uh, 
Then you suddenly... F- there, there's another character walking around who looks exactly like you named Yomiel. Yomiel. And then you find... As a ghost, the whole time you're like, that's me. Yeah. Like, what? Like, because as a ghost, you have no memories. Mm-hmm. Right. So you, you don't... Rem- you, 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 you open up to this scene of, like, my death. There's me and my bag with my, my stuff in it. And there's my dead body. I guess I'm dead. I guess we got to figure out. But I've only got 24 hours because after that, my, my spirit dissipates and I'm dead forever. Uh-huh. And then through the course of doing this, you find out in the bag was a cat. Yep. And the cat is you. Yes. And Sissel is the cat. And Yomiel, the body next to you, is another dude unrelated to you. Uh-huh. Who you've been, you've been the pet of for the past ten years. Yeah. So you find out you're a cat. And you also find out this lamp that's been giving you instructions is this lovely, adorable dog. Missile. <laughs> Missile. Yeah. Missile. Who has waited for you for ten years in the form of a fucking lamp mm-hmm. to give you instructions. <laughs> and so the combination of, like, the loyalty of this dog... And, and again, there's all this dialogue and music yeah. that really drives us home. There, there is a lot of build-up to this. I mean, first yes. off, Missile is, like... You, when you're first introduced to him, he's like this chirpy little Pomeranian dog. Right. Looks like an idiot, but like yeah. he actually he's he's super brave. He's he just he wants to selflessly. He's the protect. only Ace Attorney tie-in. Yeah, well, kind of. I think it was a different kind. It's of a different dog, dog but Missile yeah. being the name of the dog. Yeah, it was like yeah. a Pomeranian. Yeah. But uh, so the whole old deal with Yomiel is like he was actually killed ten years before, but like he had this meteorite in his briefcase that like. Uh, if you die within its aura, then you stay on as a ghost and you get special powers. And so he lived for 10 years as a ghost inhabiting his old body, which was just walking around as a corpse with this cat. And then, yeah, the, the cat dies and he goes off. He, he, Yumiel takes its body and runs away, not realizing like, oh, God, he, he just died. My pet of 10 years died. Right. And so you end up having to go back in time 10 years so that you can avert, uh, so that Yomiel doesn't die. He just, like, gets his legs crushed by a, a falling statue or something. And then uh, the little girl version of one of the main characters finds Sissel, the cat, and right. takes him home. And then, yeah, the ending is what is what got me. So mm-hmm. you have this, this beautiful cast of characters who all have these, mm-hmm. these deep relationships. And by the time you're done... It really feels like the end of a of a of a like yeah. of, a, of a TV series, and it is sort of like what Chris said about, or one of you said about Final Fantasy. Everybody comes right. out and takes a bow. Yeah, you get this great, you get this beautiful curtain call. But it was like, so as the ending is unfolding, I'm like, I'm like really moved the whole time again. Like much like Bioshock, where I'm like, this is really moving, this is touching, this is sweet. But it's like the last like few like twenty thirty seconds where I was like. It was the closest approximation to me being a kid and seeing a Disney movie for the first time, oh. <laughs> where like everything was so beautifully animated, the ending was so happy and perfect, everyone made yeah. it out, everyone everything like, turns out better. Everything for turns out great, and it's after like it seems hopeless, and that's such a hard feeling to get in games anymore at all. Mm-hmm. Is feeling like the characters are in danger at all because there's so many franchises, there's so much on the line all the time. It's like. I don't think these characters are really in danger. Mm-hmm. And Ghost Trick was this thing where, like, none of these characters have any stake. Like, anybody could die. Anybody can be erased in a minute. Yeah. And it's and like, frequently you know, do. And frequently do. And it's just like, I've become attached to a great number of these characters. And when you find out, like, you're a cat and the cat gets his body and he gets a happy home and then all these characters who've been so scattered come together and it's just this beautiful fa- final moment where I was mm-hmm. like, 
genuine tears running down my face like this is the most beautiful moment <laughs> and where it was the point where like I remember when Carolyn beat it it was before I think I even started and I remember like looking over and she was crying and I'm like what the fuck are you crying about and she's like this game's ending and I'm like yeah, okay. I'm like yeah whatever <laughs> and then I play it my girlfriend's it, gay no, I was just like oh that's cool but whatever and then I played it, you know, because again, I, I think she was just like, you gotta, you gotta play Ghost Trick, it's the yeah, real deal. Right. And I'm like, so I play it, and I'm just like, again, the same thing, even when I got to the ending, even just her, like, seeing me get to that point again, she's tearing up, I'm legit crying. It was just beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. game, and I'm like, it's, 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 it's one of those things that's like, it's so rare now. It's like a big publisher doing a one-off. Mm-hmm. That has no reason to exist. Like, there's nothing there except art. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. a, a creator with a vision who made a thing, and then you get this beautiful ending, and it's over. Like, there's no, there's not a lot of merchandise. There's no real sequel opportunity. It's just like I had a vision for a story, and here it is, and that's it. And it having such a beautiful fine, uh, finite end was like this is this is beautiful. And you didn't buy it. I bought it. Not you. I'm, ta- I'm talking to you with the headphones yeah. on, listening, jogging, jogging down the street, driving yeah. a forklift, song yeah. coming out of the radio. Commuting. I, commute. I, I see you leaning on your desk, looking at that. <laughs> Stopping plant. at Starbucks, commuting your job as a CEO who doesn't buy video games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's on iOS. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never played the iOS one, but I assume it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should go play it on iOS. If we spo- even if we spoiled the whole thing for you. Uh, yeah, it, well, it would we'll suck. leave off some of the details. Because so. that ending was enjoyed, so beautiful. I enjoyed what I played so much, I bought three versions. I buy it every time I see it used anywhere. So I, I will, the, the I will say, gone. like, the gameplay is, it's at, at a certain point, it's just trial and error. Yeah, like, yeah. You just got to, like, figure out. I, I don't but know. it's I mean, way less frustrating like than Ace Attorney, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, I it, it is. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Present evidence. That's not the evidence, Mister uh, Phoenix. Right? Like it's more like. Well, I can see how that happened. I can reverse one step uh, and go back in the lamp and something like that. Yeah. Like it's, I think, in addition to just like seeing everybody, like everybody's okay now. Everybody who was in danger before is fine. Like there's also the sense that like I solved everyone's problems. Everything. This is so awesome. It's everybody's a, thanking me. Yeah, it's that feeling of leaving a world where like, man, this shit is all tied up. Yeah, like it's. This I'm leaving this place better than I found it, mm-hmm. and it was magical. It was magical, I tell you. Yeah, and now I get to go back to being a semi-normal cat <laughs> who doesn't age and stays a kitten for ten years. It's great, man. Yeah. It's a great game. It really is. It's not fair. I haven't played it. You ruined it for me. <laughs> it's a big spoiler. Like, the, the, well, the, go back and not have listened to this, Chris. So okay. the Sicil Yomiel thing is the big is the big twist, but yeah. there's also the missile twist. Like it's it's that kind of game where it's not just like the emotional impact of like the ending. It's the fact that there's like two big twists in the last hour plus mm. the ending. Where just yeah. by the time you get to the ending, you're just so emotionally all over the place. You're just like, fuck. This is like it's such a good game. It really is. And even thinking back, I don't even like yeah. Ugh. There's that's that's the only game like like Bioshock. I remember like tearing up. I don't think like tear went down my face, but I, I was definitely like, "Oh, I'm man, I'm I'm kind of moved by this ending." Ghost Trick was the only game in my life I've ever like, I am like moved to tears at how beautiful this is. Wow, easy, buddy. Look, it's my good fellas, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it might be my turn to get teared up. No, because do it, loser. This is Um Jammer Lammy. But again, you should have seen how much I benched after that. It was incredible. <laughs> it was. I set a record. <laughs> Oh, really? 
So this is Portal 2. To avoid spoilers, skip to 58 minutes, 55 seconds. The entire reason I thought of this list, actually, because I was going over this in my head and realizing I cannot think in detail about the ending of Portal 2 without actually getting teared up. Really? Yeah. And uh, so this is kind of an experiment to see if if you guys being here will be enough pressure to not get me choked up. Better not. Otherwise, everybody's going to make fun of me because it's the internet, and any sign of weakness means you're not a man. The the point, I I didn't think this ending was in any way sad. I don't even remember the ending. It's not. It is sad, actually, if you know a little bit more about the plot. Yeah, Chris. Thanks for paying attention. <laughs> I, really, I really thought I threw well, the guy from the office of the moon. Uh, Portal 2, it, on, on the one hand, it's it's very funny. The, mm. the sad element of the game is like there's a bunch of stuff throughout the game about Cave Johnson and his assistant, Carolyn. Mm. And apparently there are a bunch of Easter eggs that establish or strongly hint at not only was were Cave Johnson and Carolyn a couple. That's J.K. Simmons? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's that, been a while, so I'm trying to... Jordan Jameson. <laughs> yeah. So Carolyn, she lived on after Cave died, and she had her consciousness uploaded into uh, GLaDOS. Mm -hmm. So GLaDOS is based on Carolyn's personality. And there are also a bunch of hints that Chell, the main character of the game, is the daughter of Carolyn and Cave Johnson. So uh, at the end of the game, you you have uh, Carolyn slash GLaDOS saves you from being sucked into space on the moon. Oh, thank God, you're all right. You know, being Carolyn taught me a valuable lesson. I thought you were my greatest enemy, So GLaDOS has this whole speech where she calls you a dangerous mute lunatic mm-hmm. and says, you know, I've, I've expended all this energy trying to kill you. It doesn't work. It's, it'll be much easier just to let you leave. So please go. Here's an elevator. Get the fuck out of my life. Mm-hmm. So you go into the, the elevator and you're confronted by a bunch of turrets who begin mm-hmm. to sing this. And because I, if I hear a little bit of it, I'm going to want to hear the whole thing. Here's the entirety of Turret Opera. There have been a bunch of translations of the lyrics. I knew, I knew you knew what the lyrics meant. This is where mm-hmm. it's going, because despite the confrontation you've mm-hmm. just had with GLaDOS, where she's like, you're, you're a cancer, get the fuck out of here, I never want to see you again. The song, which is sung by the same actress who mm-hmm. voices both GLaDOS and the turrets, is saying, my dearest, my, uh, my daughter, Bambina, my child, uh, stay away from science, uh, goodbye. And... It's this very beautiful farewell, 
And it's it's a mother saying goodbye to her daughter. Mm. And like, we're never going to see each other again. This is just the way it has to be. Please leave. And, you know, it's on the one hand, it's GLaDOS getting rid of you. On the other hand, it's a hint that, you know, she didn't delete Carolyn mm-hmm. as, as thoroughly as she said she did or at all, which is also hinted at in the closing song. She was a lot like you. Maybe not quite as heavy. Now little Carolyn is in you too. So Carolyn, probably still there. Jesus. <laughs> wonderful times. And then uh, there's there's another hint that GLaDOS may have mixed feelings about the whole thing. Well, you have been replaced. I don't need anyone now. When I delete you, maybe I'll feeling so bad. So it's... The, the idea that GLaDOS is, is basically hiding her feelings, that a robot is trying to save face by pretending <laughs> to be like, okay, I'm, I'm an evil mastermind, but really, I know who you are. You have to do that. Sorry. I'm starting to do it silently. <laughs> There's no better guarantee no, that I won't choke up. <laughs> Chris farted. <laughs> I can't cry now, dude. It's impossible. All right, you want me to? Let, let, I can let yeah. loose the rest of it and ensure that you <laughs> do don't it in cry. the other room okay. yeah, with windows open, maybe. <laughs> okay, uh, or go out on the porch. Uh, do, do anything else? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Die under the bleachers. Yeah, I forgot where I was going. <laughs> but it's it's this very. For me, it's a very touching mm. moment, the idea of a mother saying goodbye to her daughter. Mm. And I, I don't know, maybe it's always, I've, I've always had kind of weird abandonment issues. Uh, you know, I used to tear up when I heard You Are My Sunshine when I was a kid. Wow, yeah. yeah you did too? So, man, weird <laughs> weird parallel. Really? At Toys R Us, they had this dandelion, uh-huh. or sunflower, that when you... Remember that weird age where, like, yes, it's activated the, by motion. Now stupid it's, frogs. And, and it sings a dumb song. Mm-hmm. And this sunflower would sing, You Are My Sunshine. And I remember being, like, 20 and seeing that and, like, almost crying on, on instant wow. at know. that song. What is it about that song that's My so mom sad? loved me. No, my family was, like, my, my life was fine. It was just, like, why is that song making me be like, man, everything is the worst. Like, I don't, uh, yeah. Like, uh, anyway. I, sunshine. Yeah, no, something about that song fucking kills me and I don't know what it is but yeah. I agree I, I think it's just also hearing those lyrics knowing what they mean there's, there's just a, a real sadness mm-hmm. to them like in, in addition to the operatic voice I mean even though I know the voice actress made those up on the fly like just using her bad high school Italian but it's still so? yeah and the, your high school well high that's school. that's actually if you look it up on Wikipedia your high sure school had Italian sense. wow yeah some some of them do man ritzy but the, then just you know the Bambina, cara mia. There's, there's an affection there Pepperoni. as you're leaving. So Antista. Hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck you guys. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, brother. But I really want to fart. I know you do. <laughs> when don't you? Uh, it's true. You need to stop eating so much pizza. Yeah, the, yes, the food we eat every time you come <laughs> over. It's, I made a bunch of pasta. We could have eaten that. Oh, well, I, I really thought I could ch- choked up on Mike, but you ruined it. So. Oh, my, did I really? <laughs> I don't know. You're kind of sick. You still always sound like you're joking up. <clears throat> That's true. Hey, Michael, you did rip a huge fart like at the moment where he's like, and then she I said. I swear to Christ, I try to let it out silently. I, the, the acoustics on this chair are awful. They're awful. It's, I it's, don't. No. <laughs> no. 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 I'm no. calling. I'm calling. Don't call me out. I'm calling theatrical bullshit. No, it's because not. Because. That is not why I did it. Because. The force at which that fart came out 
no one accidentally farts that loud. Look, I tried. It just <laughs> this, this fucking chair is the acoustics of a sun-made raisin box that every time air wants to pass through it. <laughs> it's not my fault. Uh, please pretend that my laughter is tears of joy at this beautiful moment. It is. It's okay to cry, separation. everybody. Take a second and realize uh, your part in Game Brigade. Just cry a little bit. <laughs> you said I get one per episode. I did. I regret that now. Why? <laughs> oh, because everybody gets mad at me. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyway, on that note, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, so stay tuned. Jaws the shark, lurking in the dark of the depths of the sea. One day on a lark, decides to get rowdy, get real violent. Takes a vacation up to Amity Island. Sunshine, lotion, fun in the sun, blood in the ocean. Everybody run, because it's crazy how few fucks this shark gives. He'll eat naked ladies, he'll eat little kids, oh no. Keeping the community safe There's a guy named Brody and his pal Richard Dreyfus. Jaws don't know that a storm's gonna come He just wants everyone to be his chum Get it? Get it? Hey everyone, it's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch what, you thought I was dead? <laughs> no, no, that was just a bit Michael did for laughs. It's comedy! Anyway, I'm here, as always, to tell you how to support Game Apocalypse. It's simple. First, make sure that you subscribe. Oh, wait, hang on a second. What the shit is this? Oh, hello, Laser Time Chipmunk. I'm just telling the listeners how they can support... No, 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 that ain't what I mean. You ain't no raccoon. I'm looking at a fat, beady man-child in a falsetto. You ain't even sound like the raccoon. What the fuck are you trying to pull? Jeez, fine, you ruined the bit. But, okay, look, you're right. Alright? It's just... It's just that since last week, a lot of people have been saying how much they liked the raccoon, and I, I kind of regret what I did, and I just want to give them what they want. Whoa, you want to make up your mind there, John Gary? Flip-flap! You killed the raccoon. Killed him. I watch you fucks eat him for Thanksgiving dinner. All he ever did was come in here once a week and read the scripts that you gave him enthusiastically. And I might add, he's now dead on account of you wanting to give fans what they want. But hey, I ain't judging. You kill who you want as long as it ain't me. But you made a decision, and now you gotta stick with it. Don't embarrass yourself trying to fake his voice. Yeah, but I didn't realize that death was so permanent. You didn't? Wait, didn't you never see that episode of Sesame Street with Mr. Hooper? Oh, wait, you mean the one uh, in the early 80s when he'd left for an extended vacation across a rainbow to heaven, leaving his magic sword and promising to return in the street's true hour of need? No, I... What? No, no, look, the audience said they don't want no more kooky characters or skits. They just want the host to beg for support in a straightforward and bland a manner as possible. So do that. Be yourself. The power was in you all along. Hey, you're right. I can be straightforward and bland. I just have to believe in myself. Matter boy. I'm going to eat this entire bag of hazelnuts and fall asleep for the winter. That sounds like a great plan. Well, in the meantime, not all of you can eat an entire bag of hazelnuts and fall asleep, but you can support Vigigame Apocalypse. This is me coming to you 
as Michael, as myself, I'm not hiring any shill rodents or raccoons or mammals, whatever, to, to promote my podcast for me. I'm just doing it myself this week. The way to help us out most directly is to subscribe on iTunes and rate and review us. Leave us leave us five-star reviews. I think uh, the raccoon always said something about five being the only number. I told him to say that. All right? We need to have an understanding, you and I, just five stars. Five-star reviews. Tell everybody how great the show is. You know what? Tell a friend how great the show is. Just go up and say, hey, there's this show. It's about video games, and there's this guy hosting it who, um, yeah, he's kind of uninteresting, but he does the promos now, and uh, that's our bed. We made it. We need to sleep in it. If you want to help us out financially, there are several ways to do this. Probably the easiest for you is to... When you want to buy something on Amazon, you're going to be doing a lot of holiday shopping on Amazon, right? Just go to videogameapocalypse.com or lasertimepodcast.com. Uh, click on one of the links on the right of the page. That'll take you to Amazon, and you can buy something. It doesn't have to be the thing you clicked on, even. Just just click on a thing, search for something else, buy it, do your shopping as normal, and we'll get a tiny cut of whatever you spend, and it won't cost you a thing. If you want to buy something from us, just go to store.lasertimepodcast.com. we got a bunch of awesome t-shirts for uh, Vigigame Apocalypse, Laser Time, VG Empire, which I'm on um, an upcoming episode. You should you should pay attention to that. Finally, uh, just comment on the, the articles, uh, post on the forums, let us know what you like about the show, what you don't like. Obviously, that has repercussions. So bear that in mind and enjoy the rest of the show. And welcome back to our second segment. We have a new host joining us. I was dead in the first segment, mm -hmm. but now I'm alive. Well, the first segment you were like... Some Ugh. sort of weird lich. Crying is for babies. I don't want any part of this. I did, because it is for babies, and I it is. don't. Uh, you're not a baby. You're, you're a grown man. I think I got a little choked up at the end of Portal 2. Just because oh, I was oh, like, right. this is over, and... I mean, they're probably not going to make another one, and like this was like a big deal in my gaming experience. Valve doesn't know how to count. I, I was about to get choked up, and then Chris cut this really long, loud fart. Not long, like right yeah. when I was getting to the sad part. Shrill. Like, okay, now it's <laughs> it's completely thrown off. I can't cry. It was too much. It was shrill, but you shouldn't you shouldn't be thrown by farts. You're professional. <laughs> it's it's your fault. We're closed up in a little kitchen here. A little kitchen, son. Go, go San Francisco apartment shopping. You know the square footage of this kitchen? <laughs> Several. It's, yes, it's, at least. It's 18 farts could fit oh, in when there. You cram four, <laughs> when you cram four people in here around a table, it gets a little sweaty. Is no matter rent they pay, they could get 10 more farts yeah, in here. Mm -hmm. yeah, if true, you could describe true. what it tastes like and prove it was me, I'll stop doing it. No. Uh, uh, I can prove it was you. No. When you <laughs> leaned and said yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have it on mic. I was playing a mobile game. <laughs> Hasbro, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, our second segment is here, so let's jump into. Oh, probably the biggest deal for a lot of us is Telltale's Game of Thrones, ah. which you've actually played today. Chris. I did. I streamed it. Um, you can find the stream on YouTube.com/slash/LaserTimeNetwork. Um, yeah, I did stream it. I'm, I'm trying to reflect on... What if I don't want to? What, to watch the stream? Yeah. No, it's... Well, Where can I go to not watch I, it? I actually always said, Everywhere like, else. people are like, you should stream Walking Dead, and, like, the like 
in terms of things that I play, Walking Dead and Wolf Among Us and Telltale Games in general are, are so important to me. Like, no, I'll never stream those. Mm. Boiled cabbage. Should, huh? You were asking what the, the taste was? Boiled cabbage. Boiled cabbage. Yeah. No, That's no. That's your fart taste. You're wrong. Is that was, what that is? There yeah. was, it was beer and focaccia. Oh, um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was... Uh, I love the Telltale games. I never, but I had. I was. I am so busy. I had to combine. I want to play this, but I need to do some laser time work, and I haven't been able to. Mm-hmm. It seems like a terrible thing to stream, but more so a terrible thing to watch. Like the whole fun <laughs> part of the game is making the choices. Yeah. But it's not because what it became is. Has everybody here played a Telltale game? Mm-hmm. Even you, Elston? No. 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 No, really? It, no. It, it became, no, I played Walking Dead. It became I, I well, a bi- say a Bioware game. It's like I always play as the hero and uh, uh, nobly, and then now people got to tell me how to play, oh. and, I, and I was like, "You're right. I'm on a stream. I should be a dick, and that's not how I play." So I was a dick, hmm. uh, and I normally would not do that. I chopped. Someone's somebody. gonna die either way. You know, it wasn't so much that they died. Let's just say a town of people begged me to not chop somebody's fingers off, and I did it anyway. That is oh. something I wouldn't norm- would not normally do um, <laughs> in my own in my own playthrough. And I was like, I have to play this later based on these choices. You guys are assholes. <laughs> and like the whole stream chat is like, kill, kill, no mercy, kill. They kill, want kill. they want you to do that so that they when they play they exactly. Can be nice. And so like in like. All of a sudden, it's like the stream has a purpose. Like he, I'm going to do the route that you should not do, hmm. and that's what I did. You're, you're a cautionary um, tale. Yeah, so don't do that, and it, and please go play it yourself, and then watch the stream. What you're not supposed to do, because that's kind of and it was really hard for me not to. Uh, you play as three different groups. I don't know anything about it, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the deal was with the the release that it they miraculously like a month ago said like yeah this is coming out before the end of the year. Yeah, here it is. Telltale does so mm-hmm. like. Uh, a week from last Friday, mm-hmm. like two Fridays ago, well, we should have been like, uh, Tales from the Borderlands is coming out on Tuesday, so if you guys want to review it, and it's like, shit, so I ended up writing that review on, on that Monday and posting it that night. It's really good, by the way. And then, That's like, I think they do that because it's really difficult to get all the approvals lined up I on all so. the different platforms, so they don't announce the date until yeah. they know for sure, which is like a week beforehand. Mm-hmm. Last Friday was more difficult because they had HBO to deal yes. with as far as oh. like getting this out there, and it was just like Friday at midnight. Tell- Telltale's texting, "Hey, uh, Game of Thrones is coming out on Tuesday." <laughs> Shit. And I, I saw some screenshots, and I still, but like again. I don't fucking I I will gouge my eyes out uh, to rub them up against my prostate before I'll read anybody's preview. I will not do that. We we started reviewing uh, those games differently. Like we don't score it. We just do like like TV episode reviews Mm -hmm. where it's like you watch the episode. Now let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because I mean, who really wants to read like? For that kind of game, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the plot and, of it, <laughs> yeah, and like I, I didn't know anything about it. I don't. I still don't. Not really sure where it was set. It was. It started at the red wedding, really? and ended before the purple wedding. Huh. Um, it's okay. set in like a new location. What? Uh, it's just funny being on the complete outside of a. You have uh, cultural phenomenon. That's that's uh, how I preface it. I have a complicated relationship with Game of Thrones. It just sounds like a Parks and Rec bit because I've never paid any attention. Like the Purple Wedding, not <laughs> I, like the Red Wedding. I read, I read, and it's on me. But you know, I read the I read Game of Thrones over before ten, it was cool. Over ten years ago, um, I was into Ernest before. He nobody was, was alive then, Chris. I know, but I haven't seen the show, and the game's based on the show. Ooh. 
I haven't seen a lot of the show. I really haven't. I've seen the first season and, and part of the fourth season, and that's <laughs> wow. it. Wow. Yeah. And, and what? The f- what? What's happening? Here? I just look over. Tyler randomly picks up a book called Weird Canadian Words. Oh, that'll be the community segment. Where instead of yeah. we're gonna answering your questions, we're just uh, gonna okay. read those words. Uh, <laughs> is this a care package or? Yeah, I got a pair care package from Keegan and Paul. Oh, oh okay. I, oh, that's oh, adorable. The Keegs and the Morbs. That's, that's, that's lovely. Now we have a framed picture of... Uh, that's that's of great. And the, gar- uh, the worst Garfield hat I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, yeah. It's not on me, but uh, it's a great hat. I saw it last night. I'm like, what the fuck is... Are you painting a room uh, with Maybe. unfunny jokes? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> but how, how does it play in comparison to Walking Dead? And yeah. uh, well, you, you tap Wolf on things and stuff. But I mean, it, is it the same as those games? It, or it are there differences? Like, I was a little curious to see whether there'd be combat because it starts out in the middle of a sword fight. Let's say it, it's a. Uh, it'll be a bit of a spo- like you can't talk about the game without being a bit of a spoiler for somebody. If you haven't seen the show or read the books, it starts out at the red wedding, and you you never set foot inside the dining hall. You hmm. see people outside preparing for what's going to happen in the Red Wedding. And it's like, let's get the fuck out of here right now in a giant sword battle. Uh, And it is a little... It's a little more action-oriented than any other Telltale game I've ever played. Really? Our our review said there was a lot of of chit-chat. Oh, no. Oh, it's constant talking. But you don't actually do anything. You know, you're not doing a lot during the sword sword fights. But uh, the overlays come faster and... Are a little, a little more stylized. It, so it is the evolution of that whatever Telltale's play, doing. Play Tales from the Borderlands too, even if you don't care about Borderlands. I, that's what I was thinking of because yeah. I was playing that and like I have a deep connection with everything Telltale has done so far. I love Fables, I love Walking Dead, and I love Game of Thrones. Tales from the Borderlands. I don't care about Borderlands at all. Made me suddenly care about Borderlands. Like I never thought I would give a crap about Pandora and Vault Hunters, but like the characters are so mm-hmm. cool and interesting. You play as two different characters as they're like retelling a story disagreeing on the details it's funny hmm. it's like really Man. really fun to play and like now i'm just like maybe i should play borderlands 2 like i know i probably won't what? even love it mm. but. You, you play you play as uh house forester i don't even remember if they're mentioned in the books or the show uh, they're not i think they're completely original but they 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 are like they house some resource called ironwood mm-hmm. uh which the entire realm of westeros needs uh, that's and where i think uh Minas Tirith. Oh, uh, man, I really thought you were going to make a good Jack Nicholson joke there. Uh, no one no one else would have. It's okay. Um, but uh, I... I oh, shit, I forgot where I was going. But it's good. Like, uh, Ironwood. Uh, it's, 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 that's not even that interesting. It's just you play as three different pro- protagonists surrounding the House of Forrester, which is essentially a, a, a house that has to decide who has always been loyal under Stark. And... I don't know. I feel like you shouldn't. You don't need to know that much about the show to know what how what's happened to House Stark. And at but it's some still point, kind of a spoiler for those who are years behind on the show. They'd have to. They'd reason, have to Brett. have watched the first two episodes <laughs> to uh, under to like to, for the for that to be a, a spoiler. But like, you eventually land at the feet of Queen Cersei, which is Lena Headey and um um Heedy Heedy and Peter Dinklage, mm-hmm. um and kind of swear Dinkloge. like. Dunkloge. No. <laughs> and I dropped no, a sorry, massive Dunkloge. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, it's kind of comes to the point, like, you're this this house that doesn't... But that's 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 the thing you don't... You think about when you read Game of Thrones. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about it a lot when I watched. That Cersei is such a bitch and just like... Oh, yeah. Swear allegiance to me and like... Are you sure you're loyal to me? You've been loyal to someone else for forty years, and like, yeah, 
Because that's how the kingdom worked until you broke it. And and, <laughs> yeah. and, and like, it's kind of complicated. And you do have mm. to know a little bit about Game of Thrones in order to care. I, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I, I was more curious, like, there were a bunch of people in the stream, like, do you guys care um, about this at all? Like, not knowing anything about Game of Thrones. And a lot of people were like, there's a lot of talking in this game. Like, mm. understandable, yeah. understandable. Uh, but... I had fun with it. I did. It's a, it's a natural evolution of Telltale. I love Telltale games. I'll never not love it, Telltale. It's games. weird that when when I take the bad choices in a game mm-hmm. like that or in Bioware, like not only do I like feel bad about it, I feel like I'm failing and do like I'm going to mm-hmm. get in trouble. Like it's, kind of like this isn't okay that I'm doing this. I'm like mom's going to come in and be like, "You're not playing and the game wrong." That's what was freeing. Right. That one of the characters is uh, Ethan, and Ethan is the inheritor to the fealty or whatever lord forester like kind of goes away in the beginning and like there's a eight-year-old who is heir to that house right um he is pretty much built to be like when they first showed him him first talking like he's king joffrey Hmm. and then it's like i have control of his choices Hmm. and people were like do the worst and like yeah you're right i should make my own king joffrey i should like he's the best worst he is he is the absolute best worst nice and i should try and make the worst and i did eight year old sociopath yes and that's what he is well that's what i made him uh and the option was there to not do it i don't know what that looks like and i hope you don't do that (laughs) uh but i did i was absolutely ruthless with that character i was i shit all over this person coming to me for uh, uh a treaty um, somebody stole something. I may have dismembered him in front of a lot of people. The option was there to not do that. All right. Uh, even the townspeople were like, hey, why don't you not do that? <laughs> and I did it anyway. I uh, feel like we're underutilizing Brett here. Um, so please, gonna, you, you may not be able to talk about this in any sort of detail, but Kingdom Hearts 2.5. Elson, bring it up. Coming to PS3. I've never played Kingdom Hearts 2. Me nope, neither. Let's move on to the 2.5. No. <laughs> no? No. We're all, all going to stop it's the talking follow up for to 1.5. Who's your favorite Kingdom Hearts cast member? Uh, Ariel. That's I'll a good answer. I, 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 was, I expected that to be wrong. <laughs> he could have said, I was like, he's going to say Eris. Oh, that works too. Um, yep. She's in the game. Uh, Should have said Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> there you uh, go. Donkey Kong. Hmm. Uh, I beat Kingdom Hearts 1, thought it was great, and then never played any of them ever. There has to be a term for what Kingdom Hearts 2.5 is. Because Kingdom Hearts 1.5 came out, nobody played that shit. Hmm. Everybody bought it like, oh, remastered this game I used to like? Bought... Nobody played it. These are not games you play. They're not. They're not still fun. It's awesome that it's called 2.5 though, because it's so common, like uh, uh, used as like when making fun of ah, oh, this isn't uh, Call of Duty Four. It's Call of Duty Three Point Five. I mean, that wasn't the case. That was a terrible example. Call of Duty Four <laughs> was a massive departure for the series. Yeah, I think I think Call of Duty one of the uh, best. is Six Point One Two comes out next week. <laughs> yeah. That's how people make fun of games. At least they're honest about what it is. So it includes Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Final Mix. Which is great. Is it? And cinematics from Kingdom Hearts uh, Recoded. Because Birth by Sleep is technically the last Kingdom Hearts game that was made. And the combat... Is that the PSP one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, And and it's, it's prettier... I I didn't like the 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 realms you didn't want them to go to because you didn't think they'd be pretty like Cinderella and Snow White are gorgeous and amazing worlds. I did not want to go to the Pride Lands again. I really feel like I'm talking to no one at this table. I'm listening. All right. Uh, it, 
We're all listening. I know. I but just are don't we care. paying attention? I don't. I, I hate hold. I, I don't How want to shoulder the burden of new releases. It's awful. Uh, you're just shouldering uh, the burden of Kingdom Hearts. Right. I mean, I I did like the first one, and that's before I really had my modern day Disney Renaissance, where I like got it finally. Do you remember? Do you remember the ending where like of no. one of the. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I remember the bat hollow bastion. Oh, yes, and I remember the music being really good. The music's really it. good, but like, there's that ending where you go to this 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 sea of keyblades. Sure, um, and you get to play through an area in that birth by sleep. Like, there's it's the last. It's the only thing that comes. I think comes after Kingdom Hearts two, which was in two thousand five, six. I think five or six. It's wow. been a long time, yeah. and like that's the, almost ten years. And that's the only thing that takes place after Kingdom Hearts two. And it's very little. And what about cares? The story is fifty-eight days divided all of by it is stupid two and awful and like embarrassing to like. And, and I do um, uh, three more. I will never. <laughs> I will never say buy these games, but I I will buy this game on a sale. What I love buying, I buy. I buy the. Uh, you're on a budget though. The point fives in a in a um, buy one get one buy two get one free sale at Target. Okay, that's all what right. I end up doing. Sure, because you can uh, like you find the games that are slightly discounted. Oh, I'll get Deadpool. Fucking, I did finally Kingdom pick Hearts. up uh, Alien Isolation. Oh, on, you did on Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. I think it's still twenty nine ninety nine on Steam or twenty four ninety nine. I don't Steam. have a PC that can play that. PC barely runs fucking AIM. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm still using AIM. Everybody, <laughs> I, I had to tell the give that conversation like AIM is some weird industry standard for it us is, and it like, really is and like I All had to talk to someone like what's what's AIM and like it's because everyone who's still a mover or shaker there started 20 years ago yep. or 15 years yep. ago and, and everybody like, has their information there it used to be on my business it had been in multiple business cards yeah. my AIM address mm-hmm. um, and, and I don't even want like when I hate that shit where they sync with Google chat mm-hmm. so I get the same message twice mm-hmm. so yeah. I start banning people from Google and they're like, why'd you ban me? Because like, oh no, I just don't want your thing showing up twice. All right. Cool story. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I thought yeah. that had a cooler ending. <laughs> no, not as cool as Kingdom Hearts. Keep going on. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. Tell uh, me more about the Pride Lands. Did you know that uh, Chip and Dale designed gummy ships in the game? I did. Gummy. <laughs> I did know that. Also, and I made sweet. a giant boner, and that's that's the ship. Like that's a, a ship that Chip and Dale would design. Yes. Uh, also out this week, the crew. Uh, which did not ship to reviewers, Big which uh, a lot of people saw as very suspect. But I bought shoes at uh, J Crew. Yeah, that's uh, J Crew. I didn't this, see it as super suspect. It was like an online game that, like, if if you just heard that and didn't read into any of the reasons, like, yeah, that like after the fiasco with Assassin's Creed and everything else, like, it seems a little iffy. It was bad that over the course of. A few weeks, Ubisoft released all three of their big titles, and the first one was Unity. Yeah. So, of course, there's skepticism about... And then Far Cry 4 turned out to be pretty much fine, right? Which, I want to point... I want to play I do, that. I do have a great video on YouTube uh, of the, the peddler in Far Cry 4 just walking around in midair. And you're, like, getting stuck on one point and twisting around, and then he gets attacked by dogs. <laughs> I That's just funny. I yeah. want to play co-op with uh, some people in Far Cry 4 oh, this week on stream. Oh, Guy Fieri? What? What are we talking oh, about? Yeah. Guy Fieri... <laughs> I was Herc does look kind of like Guy Fieri. I was eating like I came back from Japan, uh-huh. and like I had said that when I was there, I I've, I have not been full this entire time. So between you and me, oh, right, yeah. got off the plane, slept for twenty four hours. It's like nine o'clock when I wake up, and I go to Mel's Diner, oh, yeah. the fucking George Lucas Cafe based yeah. on American Graffiti, to get a big. I'll have the big and juicy, and I get it. It's like it's a burger with bacon. Like and I was like, where the fuck did this come from? And I'd like. I wish someone was filming it. I turned to the right, 
<laughs> giant picture of Guy Fieri at my table. <laughs> oh, that's I got it. I got it. I don't know what his voice is, but I just picture what? like I, it had hey, like Chris. Couple, hey, now you're an all star. <laughs> was there like a silicone replica of his balls hanging off the poster that you could put in your mouth? I like how Chris he <laughs> tried to make a Smash Mouth joke while getting up to pee. and then laughed so hard he left to go pee. <laughs> He's not even at his uh, mic anymore. So yeah, the crew. I think some of the re- reactions to it now that it's out are generally positive. But uh-huh. it's you know it's a racing MMO from Ubisoft. Make of that what you will. Uh, also out this week, and this is something you might actually be able to talk about, Brett. I know Chris can, but he's not here. Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. Oh uh, yeah, it's out. Or on Captain the, Toad. It's on Friday, I think. Right? Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't review it or anything because that's not my job anymore. Right. Thank you very much. Uh, uh-huh. No, but no, that was my favorite part of Super Mario, whatever it was, World, 3D World, 3D World. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my favorite part of that game. Was these like uh, I, I described it as like a cross between like Lemmings 3D and Monument Valley. Huh. So like if you if you're one of the seven people who played Lemmings 3D on PS1. Uh, it's like that, but uh, like Monument Valley, that current indie darling that everyone loves. Oh, yes. Um, but everybody it, it, got pissed at because it asked for money for an expansion. Uh, I mean, Monument Valley? Yeah. Why wouldn't you ask for money for an expansion? I don't know, because people expect everything to be free on well, iOS. Well, you're going to have to get over that. Are we talking about Monument Valley? <laughs> Briefly. Yeah, it's great. I love that, it. talking that, about Captain Toad, actually, which oh, you've played. I have played a ton of them, yeah. yes. No, and I love like those, those are my favorite parts the, of the game. Just like it was this great little bite-sized, like, solve this logic puzzle by way of this really cute That game world. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I, I've already bought it. It's waiting for Amazon to ship it. Like Oh, Toad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Monument Valley is great too. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so. What do you think of Toad? Um, it's fine. It's not worth forty bucks. Oh, okay. But all the levels. The the coolest thing about it is like, forty bucks might be too much. I don't know. It's just more like I love that premise, and even it was one of those things where even as I was playing it, I was like, man, I play a whole game of this shit. And then they announced one. Yes. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess. And I'm sure I, I'm sure I haven't unlocked everything, but I beat the Captain Toad portion in one sitting, like an hour. What they're like spread out through the whole game. I know, and then, and then like, and then afterwards, and this is great. Um, they flip it around where Captain Toad is kidnapped and Toadette has to save, mm. and she has the way harder levels. Mm. And then if you have, um, it like it, it immediately noticed you have Super Mario 3D World saves in your file, right. so you've unlocked these levels, yeah. and it's like it's it's literally the same levels tailored to the, the gameplay style of Captain Toad. It's really neat. This is a, it's like it's how Steam works normally. This is really confusing. Can I you just, know. Can you just give me a number from one to ten? Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, <laughs> I don't like all these nuanced opinions. Uh, no. Can I skip to the end and just pick out one out of context? Sentence? Seven point five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are classic seven point five, Chris. There are many better Nintendo. Like it's fine. It's charming. It's sweet. But like forty bucks? No, 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 hmm. no, no, no. No, no, no. Did not get that kind yeah, of enjoyment. Especially if you can it. play through like the first chunk in an hour. Yeah, yeah. Did not. It, but I mean, there are things I didn't find in, in the level. Like, no, 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 no. This is not Mario sixty four. Um, it's like a little cube where I didn't find a diamond that was very <laughs> intently buried away from me. Um, don't care about that. But uh, I don't think it's worth forty bucks. I, I, it's weird that it's a it's a disc game. Period. I'm a little surprised by that, but it's a case where both Count and I want to play it. So no, you should. You should. You you guys will love it. Yeah. Um, I, and it's it, again. It, this is like it's. But we're also a, of a different age. Like you'll love it for like two hours, and you'll feel like you got your enjoyment out of it. And you got your money's worth. Most people won't. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Also out this week on Wii U for those of you allergic to downloads, uh, NES Remix Pack. Oh Ooh, man, neat. I love uh, it. I love those combining games. one and two. I love NES Remix. Yep. I'm probably going to get fun. the 3DS one. It's pretty amazing. I will get the 3DS one. I won't get the Wii U one. Yeah, I don't need the disc for a mm. Wii U because I already bought Remix One and Two digitally. It's but a perfect yeah. download game. It is, and but for 3D, actually 3DS, I'll probably just buy the digital one. But no, the, the ultimate one is coming to 3DS. But it's still like it's still like WarioWare for like serious adults who played this, these games back in the day. Like, no, these are these are challenging, and we're going to make them even more challenging. It's great, I love it. It's so good. Like the, the first one was really fun, mm-hmm. and then the second one was like, now here's the games I have like the here's most. The games I really like. Yeah. Um, I the fact that I finished all the ice climber challenges. You like, are a braver man than me. It's it's it, it was too much. Mm-hmm. There was definitely a point where I'm like, I don't do I even like games anymore? Yeah, I'm not doing the urban champion portion. <laughs> it's, it's not happening. Pretty sure I don't like games anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on that note, let's move on to diddle 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 diddle. Hitler's armies have stormed the... F- <laughs> That's the spirit. Wow. We're moving through time now. Hitler's bomb Pearl Necklace Harbor. <laughs> Is this... <laughs> Is this the Epcot ride? Is this your first time hearing the news I thing? guess so. Oh, yeah. wow. He does listen to the show every week. I know oh, I, I, yeah. Very much. <laughs> no, I, I was just saying, like, were you not on when we when we had it going? No, I just was wanted, to, I wanted to do more 1940s voices. Yeah, okay. It seems uh, like the bee's knees. Mm, Nightline 2014. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, <laughs> <laughs> for me at least, probably the biggest story this week is that uh, the Star Wars trailer Holy came shit. out last week. Holy shit. It's not a video game, but I feel like as nerds, we have a duty to weigh in on it. I really liked it. I thought that the lightsaber was a little silly, like everybody else did, this but fuck, look phone. at the detail on that shit. You see Colbert's dissection of that? Yeah. yeah. It was fucking that was nice. the first thing I thought, because people were saying, a lightsaber is going to slide down the hilt and slice mm-hmm. it off. No, 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 the beam goes through. And if, if you look at it, he's got, there, there are little bumps on the, the crossbar, mm-hmm. so it will actually, like, those will hit his, his knuckles. Like the, the blades won't. If anything, it makes more sense, because whenever they, like... If you think of them as blades and they clash together in one spot and never move, like that would never happen. They would slide down and mm-hmm. hurt poor Luke's hand again. Yeah. Also, somebody <laughs> pointed out that that lightsaber looks a lot like the one that the rival anti-hero in No More Heroes carries. I forget what his Travis name Touchdown? is. Travis Touchdown? No, no, Travis Touchdown's brother, the, the Irish one. This uh, is going to be an uh, unattributed quote because I can't remember the comedian, but like someone just posted a quote on Facebook. Like, if you show kids... Uh, fucking, Henry. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, yeah. like uh, um, it was Grant Morrison. No, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, who like, said this? You show yeah. kids a oh, movie. It was really good. Yeah, yeah it's like it's uh, fucking singing crabs. They'll just accept that crabs don't <laughs> sing under the water. Whereas the Batmobile mm-hmm. needs fuel. Why does the Batmobile need Whereas, fuel? Yeah, you show an adult anything, and they're just like. Well, I don't get it. Who, yeah, who, <laughs> who, who puts gas in the Batmobile? And, I mean, uh, could the Millennium Falcon really scientifically fly in a planetary I, atmosphere? We yes, we've it. seen it happen millions of times. We wrote about it on Laser Time, and um, I do think it was a good. I, I missed the the art of a good teaser, mm-hmm. and that's a it's a good teaser. It it's just, a really good it doesn't teaser. show you anything about the plot. It, right. It, yeah. It, it's more like it was a spec reel for like, hey, you guys want to yeah. see why this and movie doesn't suck? I can I can watch it over and over again just for the scenes yes. of the X wings flying low yeah, over yeah. the water and the Millennium it's Falcon really cool. doing that dive. Did and you I see think the George Lucas. Guy? Yes, I was about to God. talk about that because that makes the point perfectly that it's if so, this were still in Lucas's hands, it would just be all about excess. And this is like. Exactly the right amount of I, this I'm stuff. Putting, I'm, pu- I'm putting that up in an article this week on Laser Time. By the time this goes up, that'll be there. But Dana Gould is a great bit of, a bit about that. Is like 
George Lucas directed the prequels, and it's like a scene in an apartment, and like behind him is like sixteen traffic zones and a dishwashing <laughs> robot, yeah. like wiping the windows, and like any director, if that really happened, cut. Get that robot out of there. Right. And George Lucas is like, more! More! Put more, more robots! In. This more. is how we make the universe feel real and lived yes. in. More yeah. distractions. Um, <laughs> I watched the trailer exactly once and was like, cool, I'll go see that when it yeah. comes out. Like, I, like when I, I didn't realize for days that people were arguing about the fucking lightsaber. Yeah. No, it, I, and then I'm like... Shut up. I saw... Shut the fuck up. I saw... Ha- enjoy... Enjoy something! <laughs> I saw, and I don't know if this... Like, I have... I'm not going to name check him, but... I've said before I had this one, like, conspiratorial person on my Facebook feed. Uh-huh. And, like, because I click on everything he puts on there, like, I see it all. And he he's, he hates everything. And, like, there were people who had a problem with a, ba- a black stormtrooper. I didn't see those articles. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see And then article. he had an article that was like... Those articles about people against black stormtroopers are planted by liberals for something to complain about. And like, what? well, maybe <laughs> because who the fuck cares about a black stormtrooper? Like, and then I saw like, all they're gonna do is get killed immediately. Isn't that what you want if you're racist? Haven't we established that they're not all clones? That like they they've since opened we? it up to conscription and it was super confusing. It's a voluntary basis. And then I saw a response to that saying. How do you know he's even a stormtrooper? He might just be in a stormtrooper oh. outfit. Oh. Han I'm did like, it. what does this matter? Yeah. It, it, exactly. It's like, I don't know. It's like, I can't yeah. believe in that world. Like, that Donald Glover has that bit about him being Black Spider-Man. And, like, <laughs> the world blew up. I'm like, I forget that that was not that long ago. Yeah. Where people had so much of a problem with the, and a black stormtrooper, someone who doesn't even have an identity or a name. Yeah. He's just the first face you see. Yeah, like who gives a and shit? And it's just like black. <laughs> like uh, what? Black. Uh, well, I think, black. I think it's also funny that people are saying like, "Well, it's still gonna suck." Even like you don't you don't know if you're not meant to make a judgment of whether the movie's going to suck or not just from seeing thirty mm-hmm. seconds of trailer. Like, just, like this is just here to get you excited, was, and it's okay to let down your guard. Yeah, I know there's I'm a lot really of scar excited. tissue built up on that heart, right. but you can let down your guard and get a little bit excited for it at this point. No, don't you know that being cynical and angry is just how smart you are? Yes. Oh, right. Of it course. means you're smarter yes. than the dupes who like things. Right. There's, there's yes. something going on with Star Wars, though. Like I was talking about it tonight at dinner. How I was asking. Why, why was it okay for Star Trek to have really bad films? And we kind of look back fondly on those bad films and kind of like mm. giggle about them and still huh. have, a, have a genuine love because of Star Trek. Because Star Trek was always kind of bad. Well, that's what I think. Is Star uh, Trek didn't... I'm not going to agree with that. <laughs> well, <laughs> but Star Trek I didn't start not. by blowing up the world right. in its first episode, right? right. Like yeah. It, it rose to its status. Whereas S- Star-, Star Trek immediately... Uh, connected with an adolescent and adult audience, whereas Star Wars got under our skins when we were kids. Yeah, so That's we're a lot, it. and it's still, you know, it's still a series of essentially children's movies. So we will get upset. I think that Star Trek has a larger point beneath the yeah. action and adventure. Portion it also that's, does. That's, so we, that's ex- all we that Star Wars lives by. Well, well that's when why it's bad. It's Star- not as important. Yeah. Right, yeah. When Star Trek fumbles in an action movie, it's like, well, it was never supposed to really be that. So when yeah. you get a bad Star Trek movie, it's like, fine, whatever. We, we also but got Star like, Wars only really has those movies to fall back on. It's true. But there's and, genuine hurt. 
of the, from the new episodes of Star Wars. Yeah. Just like genuine pain that people are like, I'm not going to get over this and I don't like Star Wars anymore mm. and I'm not going to like these new movies because I'm, I am so hurt. I am not there. This look, that look, Whereas, the new trailer looked really no, I'm, Star I'm, Trek I'm, puts out something bad and I'm like, man, I love Star Trek. Yeah, it's like, it'll, they'll do something better next time. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, Enterprise didn't spoil it for me. It wasn't good, but Scott Bakula, whatever. Yeah. There's like, <laughs> there's like five good episodes. So like, yeah, I think that's the other thing that like you have a ton of quality TV content and where Whereas, yeah. like, Star Wars, is the films are canon, and everything else is sort of an add-on. With Star yeah. Trek, it's the reverse, where, like, the right. TV series is the main yeah, franchise, true. and all the movies are just tie-ins. So it doesn't really matter if they're bad. Like, it's just like, well, there's plenty more Star Trek where that came from. So. Yeah, I guess there's just so much Star Trek stuff. Like, you yeah. can just pick the best of it and enjoy it. That's yeah. true. But I hear, yeah. what is the new show? Clone Rebels? Rebels, yeah. <laughs> The Clean Wars, Clone I think. The, the, uh, the I Clean that, Wars, starring yeah. Rebels. Rebel Clones. Yeah. I hear that's good. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's on Disney, so I'm I never watched Clone Wars either, so I don't know. If, yeah. I watched the, the, the Cartoon Network animated one, not the, the CG Samurai one. Jack one? Yeah, I watched yeah. that. Those were great. Mm. I didn't watch the CG one, which I also heard was good, but I, sure I didn't was. watch it. When you guys talked about I think George Tartakovsky Lucas, uh, worked on this. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, when you talked about George Lucas overcrowding things, it just made me think of like uh, the Old Republic, like the Star Wars MMO, just being in the background of every shot with players like <laughs> clipping through each other and like, <laughs> lining up at NPCs to do a quest and just like. Uh, I can't tell you how much I love everything in the background of the special editions. A director would be like, "Could you get that tauntaun out of there, please? We're trying to shoot something." There's 30 <laughs> dobacks. Yes, please. Yeah. Like we want a clear shot. Uh, <laughs> Anyway. Uh, wow. So also uh, this week, and actually today, I think, mm-hmm. uh, Assassin's Creed Victory leaked, which is a pretty oh, big deal. New Ass Creed? Yeah, New Ass Creed uh, leaked to Kotaku, how, I guess. How it goes by... with AC. It's got a leak to Kotaku, or it's not a yeah. real, true Assassin's Creed. I guess so. <laughs> but this this is happening much earlier than all the others. And yeah, this is really early. Yeah, like... Well, it's pulling the veil back on the game development process. Yeah. Like, it's... You should know by now... They said the series would be annual. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's not a surprise, I think, to anybody who's paying attention. They, they, they're not going to start Except, working on it. Like, well, it looks like Unity sales have dropped off. We should start working on it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, just, I can't. Im- I can't imagine. Like, other than you're saying, like, but I said you should wait a year. Why? That's not fact now. Like, <laughs> no, dude. Did, did said, you think they, that they, they said would wait? annual? If they decided yeah. not go annual, you won't see that for another two years, more than likely. Yeah. No, I mean, they started working on this game two years ago yeah like, people think like oh so they've decided to make a new assassin's creed for next year like yeah people no, it, t- it doesn't take 12 months to make a game they started yeah. this years well, ago the decision when this should come out was made years ago yeah like they're yeah. not gonna literally alter it now literally yeah. years mm-hmm. yeah it's like if they decide to not make assassin's creed a an annual franchise this year like if they decided yes. that this year it would not three it would not stop until yeah like three years <laughs> down the road and then they'd start waiting yeah, I'm not trying to get all veil of opulence. That's a word I learned recently. Weird. I've never but heard of it. I'm not trying to like just defend them like they should be making an Assassin's Creed every year. I don't know that they should because like I'm pretty worried about it. No, but it's like the, it. the same people who are angry about it are the ones who care the most, <laughs> who buy annual yeah. games. But also I did see a lot of people going, why are they promoting this new game when Unity is still so broken? And it's like... No, no, no. This Where is what Kotaku well, they're, does. They're like, not actually promoting it. This was le- this is internal stuff oh, that no. was leaked. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was a. Uh, uh, it wasn't even a gameplay footage. It was a proof of concept, or not a proof of concept. Yeah, it's a, it a target footage. Target thing. footage. Yeah. yeah, every game goes through multiple phases, so it's like you'll this footage. This is the kind of footage that's usually out like 
I mean, I'm, I'm, just, if I'm, I'm, I'm totally spitballing. If I may, I'm the expert. Target footage is what goes to Target. And if we <laughs> saw Walmart footage, we'd know right. it was more fun. Great yeah, joke. Exactly. Good. Well, <laughs> Target hustle. footage was the original Killzone 2 reveal trailer. <laughs> right. Which ended up, like, okay. And the, how many years after that was Killzone 2? Like two or three. I don't know. Target footage gets publishers in so much trouble mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Target footage is where it's like, this is what we want the game to be like, right. and it's CG that we've made and rendered and made look beautiful. This game yeah. will give you the biggest. And it's, it's all it's and we all show made it to investors like and they the, get excited. The game could look like this under optimal hardware conditions, right. but, but it won't. Like, but uh, it's I guess we should say it's in London. It is in yeah Victorian London. Uh, it did look neat. Probably will have Jack the Ripper because what I else are you going to put into Victorian <laughs> London? No, uh, you know what it should have. Sherlock Holmes, Spring oh, Hill Jack, uh, Peter Pan, Dracula. Peter Pan. Uh, of all of Peter those, Pan. Michael, you got one wrong. Sherlock Holmes wasn't real. Uh, but Dracula and Spring Hill Jack was? Yes. yes. Well, Spring Hill Jack sort of was. He was an urban myth. Spring Hill Jack? Was that yeah. a Rolling Stones song? Uh, probably. <laughs> I think Jumping Jack Flash was based on all Spring right, Hill yes, Jack. But it was, Jack, it was Jack, like Jack. a... It was this weird scare that was in Victorian London, where like they suddenly believe there is this demonic guy jumping around on their rooftops, killing people. I am know was. him as a five pointer in Monster in My Pocket. Ah. <laughs> Spring Hill Jack. See, I'm I'm gonna guess that like you somehow contribute to that legend in this game. Oh, I because you're that. a person who runs around on rooftops killing people. So, mm. <laughs> so since this always happens, what I think Ubisoft would do, should do mm-hmm. is make target footage. For six Assassin's Creed yeah. games, yes, yeah. five of them fake, and then two of it, them Batman. When it comes to reveal it at E3 or whatever, they should be like, "All right, you guys don't know which leak yeah. was real," and then start with the stupidest one. Start with like, AC Mars is real, and then be like, "No." Well, I think the, the, the reason real. why we can they they immediately said like, "Yeah, that's the thing." Why you guys got to do well, this? Gonna... Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I mean that's Kotaku's way, is sort of like. They don't mind burning bridges for the benefit they get out of seeking out leaks. And, yeah. I mean, we all have to report on it because, like, we can't just be like... I've just never been a big fan of that. Hmm. Never been a big fan of that. Yeah. Uh, because if you if you stole my notebook and leaked dick jokes that I was not ready <laughs> to present to the world, I would be upset with you. Yeah, it's kind Chris's of Chris's commonplace uh, book. No, stop. Don't, don't tell people what it's called. <laughs> it's hard to, yeah, it's hard because it's like if I had that information, absolutely, and I could verify it, you mm-hmm. know. Um, uh, dick jokes? Yeah, if I had if I had the Chris dick jokes. Just imagining was, scribbled things like dick from beyond the stars. <laughs> dick swallows world, question mark. <laughs> His dick is so big it could choke out big show. Like that wasn't ready. It wasn't ready for the air. It was in a book and somebody yeah. leaked it. Mm. Not good, but at the same time, it's not like any grand service to, to to the public to let them know like where the next game. And is that's from, where I'm coming from. You know? But like 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 the shitty aspect, like that. Do you really think that do people really think that's what journalism is? What? Leaks, getting leaks, scoops, scoops and leaks. Scoops. This is these are entertainment products for fuck's sake. Like, yeah, I guess I don't know. Eh. Whatever. Uh, speaking of big revelations this <laughs> week, <Yeah>. Brett. <laughs> Uh, Barry Burton Yay! confirmed for Yay! Resident Evil Revelations yeah. 2. Uh, yeah, we put out the, tra- <laughs> put out the trailer uh, this week. Uh, Revelations 2, which uh, we'd, already, we'd already announced Claire Redfield and Moira Burton, and which naturally led pe- a lot of fans to go like, oh, well, surely Barry is part of this. And Barry hasn't really had a major role since RE1. Uh, brief appearance as part of Resident Evil Gaiden on the Game Boy Color. But, you don't uh, tell me. Yeah, I know. 
But uh, Barry's back, and he's there to rescue his daughter, and he Sling meets this other girl, Natalia, and she can see creepy, weird, invisible monsters and uh, enemies that are nearby and items. Um, but it's more like it was just expanding the, the scope of Revelations 2. It's not just Claire and Moira. There's also this whole other Barry Burton aspect to it. How does it um, relate to Rev 1? There's no direct relationship, like, mm-hmm. plot-wise. It's more like the theme of Revelations being, like, this... Like return to horror aspect, mm-hmm. so because the Revelations one was received pretty well, so it was you know wanting to stick with that name because it was like okay, this is a name you remember and mm-hmm. this it's pretty recent and the name stuck with you, so here's Revelations two. No direct relationship to the Queen Zenobia and Jill and Chris and what went on with them, but more thematic uh, sequel, I guess. That's all. I got I got dizzy just thinking about it. I know yeah, it's I, it's I, a. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> did I play this? I forgot. No, uh, not Revs too. But no. um, but yeah, it's um, yeah. I mean, the trailer's out there for Barry, and I mean, it just added to like the amount of stuff in the game. So it, it would have previously looked like a game just just about Claire is actually Claire and Barry, which yeah. I mean, from a fan perspective, I think is pretty cool because those are two fan favorite characters. Now, what's he look like in the game? I didn't see the trailer. He looks slightly older than he did, like in Rev- in RE One. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, many years have passed. But you know how it is when you're an adult. The difference between you looking thirty and forty is not mm-hmm. much. Like unless you've been chain smoking uh, and drinking a lot. Whoa, he hit mm-hmm. and wearing a lot of Disney outfits. Uh, what? <laughs> well, but one thing I, I understand about <laughs> about Resident Evil is that like when the adults hit a certain age, they just sort of stop aging. Well, like, that's anime Japan stuff, yeah. in, like a that, lot. That's why Chris like, and Leon still look like they're in their twenties, and uh, Sherry Birkin is all grown up. Right, she's all grown up, but like no one in any Japanese anything. Like the grizzled veteran is always like twenty three. Yeah, <laughs> and, like uh, thirty six at the most. Right, thirty six is like man, one foot in the grave, yeah. dude. You might as well be old. Um, whereas canonically, like Jill, based on her birthday and already one or wh- whichever game it was, she's like forty now, and it's like she does not look forty. Uh, maybe she's aging gracefully, eating healthily. I don't know. It, could, it's possible. it happens to some. I feel like Patrick Stewart hit. Like he looks 50, great. Fifty three and stopped, <laughs> and was just done. Yeah, yeah. What happens when, you, when you're bald in your in your teens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what What else should I say about this game? I mean, it's PS three, three sixty, PS four, Xbox One, and PC. Wow, so, so it's everything. Early next year. Oh, I, oh, oh! I'm paying attention oh. now. Sorry, yeah, PC, what, uh, a PC game, Tyler. Uh, well, I'm sorry. What did I see about two bonus wrestling episodes? moves? Y slash N. Wait, yeah. what? Wrestling moves? Does it happen? Wrestling moves. I mean, Barry. I, I, I don't think Barry suplexes anybody. Okay, but raid mode is in it. So for all I know, he might. <laughs> I don't think you can't. Not uh, raid mode. We also announced Wesker as one of the raid mode characters. So uh, it's got yeah. the classic Wesker. Wesker. Mm. Yeah. Which that and that version. Hasn't been in a game in a while. That's true. <laughs> so you'll be able to play as Wesker in raid mode, uh, which and the, the games, the, the episodes are the uh, weekly episodes starting in February, episodically, or you can buy a, a complete season which comes with all the episodes, or you can buy the disc that has the episodes on it with the all this extra stuff. Like it's we're too far into the show for me to re- recall this. I'm stuff. confused too, but <laughs> but it's it's based like, do you want a disc? You can do that. Do you want to buy them individually online each week when they come out? You don't have to wait. You can do that. Do you Look, what do you want to buy? We'll sell it to you. Come, yeah, do you want like, cocaine? It, I don't know. It, it's a, it's one of the rare cases where like, what way do you want it? It's there. It's just really hard to message when there's seven ways. So to what get you're it. saying is, any way they want it, that's that's the way, the way you need it. Darren and in and in or near. Rock Band Two has wireless instruments. It's actually the slogan. Wow, deep cut. Uh, uh, 
Um, so, in other news, uh, this is something that happened, I think, on the November 24th, like a week or so ago. And we haven't talked about it yet, but Chris, you brought it up. Uh, there's like, a huge like Counter-Strike scandal, right? Where, like, several players were, like, pro-level players. <laughs> Everything just went berserk. Is that, uh, I, several pro- I, I flipped my iPad into the keyboard, and suddenly the screen is at a 90-degree angle of what it was, like, of, of your laptop. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know how this happened. <laughs> I've never seen this before. <laughs> Windows 8, everybody. Wow. That's really oh, crazy. Man. What the f- and suddenly went into portrait mode. <laughs> Thanks, Pickle. Sorry. Um, we'll figure it out. Um, we'll never figure it out. You're right. Uh, so, uh, apparently, the, uh, there's like third-party anti-cheat software that caught this one guy, and then... Valve used it to upgrade their own anti-cheat stuff, and then they caught a bunch of other people using shit like aimbots. Uh, a bunch of pro people. Yeah, a bunch mm-hmm. of pro people. And it's you, you were saying like this, it's, it's like steroids. It's a steroid scandal in the esports universe. Um, Which is insane. Yeah. That were, seems really fun. I think they were using like, I guess what you'd call minor... Uh, Toolis- Toolis- but um it was a huge deal, obviously, because it's cheating and there's money on the line. And I, I'm worried. Is, that it, makes is people it actually angry. cheating? Did these people oh, have these things like not knowing they were actually cheating? Oh no, 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 God no, no, no. Not, it's, not, not, it's not a Barry Bond situation. Like, oh, somebody gave me this cream and it suddenly improved <laughs> my aim. Um, no, it, it was what it was. There, there was a, a more difficult case mm-hmm. where it was basically like. An exploit in the level mm-hmm. that you could use, and oh, yeah, this one team. It. I mean, Valve. Like, I assume. I don't. Maybe I don't know, but I think I've heard that they they will go to like pro teams to be like, "Hey, did you find anything?" Because like that, mm-hmm. those those are the best people to help you find stuff. And sure. like, so the accusation was sort of that they held this one close to their chest, whipped it out like when they were losing. And it was the kind of thing where it's like, oh, there's one part of the level where you can kind of walk on a bit that you shouldn't be able to walk on, you know? Mm-hmm. If you, like, jump on one of your teammates to get up there. Sure. And they used that. And I think their sponsor told them, after that was sort of revealed, that they should forfeit. Like, whether or not there was going to be a ruling on whether yeah, or not that was considered you, cheating. Like a shithead. It's like, whether or not they rule it's cheating, just, no, just call this one and... and Come back and do better, and don't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. Red but Bull. Then, we found this place where the ref is asleep for an hour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then there's like there's a um, there were the people caught with actual software that was, and that's even more damning. Yeah. Obviously, that's there's no question there. Yeah, I know, it's just that's not in though. Game. Like I, yeah. I don't because I don't know. Like, do refs come around and like. Like an old boxing glove shake. Does he have a horseshoe in his... Oh, well, the ref is a piece of software <laughs> developed by Steam. <laughs> punk Buster. That, uh, God, Punk Buster. Punk Buster. Still required by so many... It things. is. It yeah. really is. But Steam's back. Uh, um, valve anti-cheating, I mm-hmm. guess. Is that, the, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, uh, Valve people. anti-cheat. VAC. Yeah. So, so like... But it was an incredible scandal because it was, like, right before a uh, big tournament... Mm-hmm. A couple of pro players got vac banned, meaning like auto banned by the anti cheat system. And it's like, oh shit! Like it was just like it all came out, and like, yeah, there. Were, I mean, there was nothing they could do about it coming out because suddenly they're that like seems banned. Insane. And, yeah, that seems insane, yeah. especially because it happens then, not, not like behind like Lance Armstrong style, like they won and like eight years later. Yeah, and did you? 
Did you? Man, that guy pisses me off. Because uh, I, I it pisses me off because I believed him, and I was like, man, I bet Lance is okay. He's bet he's an okay he's guy. Better than that. Yeah, he's an American hero. How could he possibly lie? And after all that time, he's like, yeah. He, but he never, said, he never said, yeah. But uh, he, he took his ball and went home. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's that a low blow, Chris. <laughs> Oh, but I mean, this is going to be a bigger issue because I mean, a lot of money's on the line in these these days with for these like community funded mm. uh, prize pools. Like they're it's getting true, up true. to millions of like the prize pool is huge for this stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, CS:GO is a place where it's easier to cheat than something like Dota or League. How? Um, yeah, tell us, Tyler. <laughs> okay, let me explain. <laughs> uh, well, because it's a first person shooter where it's like. I mean, in a game where it's basically played in a 2D environment, mm-hmm. like League of Legends, where you're dealing with, like, all no, kinds of No, I meant specifically, stats. how do you cheat? Tell us. Oh, we have a whole article on it. Oh, sweet. We so I should go guy, there for instructions? We had a guy go, quote, undercover, sort of, and, like, sign up for one of those, like, mm-hmm. oh, we sell Counter-Strike hacks. We had him, like, sign up for those sites and, like, talk to the people and use them uh, on, like, dummy accounts and get banned. And he was, like, he talked to them and they were, like, it, it's, like, a huge business. They make... Serious money selling these hacks. Wow. Yeah. And it's just like people who just want to play and be really good for I don't, I don't three days it. before they get, get before their fake account gets banned. Like, why? I don't get it. Cause I, 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 I'll play online and I'm like, this person clearly is assisted somehow. And I'll still enjoy myself. And I'll put this guy in a list of like, he's fucking around. The thing that surprised me was he also interviewed players and heard stories about players who just like aren't good or are handicapped or are older and like just don't feel like they have the reflexes who'd like they feel like it's the only way they can have fun doing it and I was mm. like oh I never really thought about that I get it. but I was like at the same time you're still cheating you fucking cheater yes yes so. it should not feel good <laughs> yeah to, to try that hard to cheat I, I just don't understand I, don't I wouldn't try that hard to win I did feel for that though where it's just like there was one guy who's just like well I'm like in my 50s I really like playing games but like I I can't really have fun doing it. And I'm like, eh, you're still a cheater, but... <laughs> okay. I, I guess I see that. And there we have our Wall Street allegory. Mm. <laughs> but you're a lying cheater. So. Yes, you're a lying mm. cheater and an awful person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Michael's crying. No. See, we finally broke him. Uh, we got we something did. in my Just eyes. Just late in the show. Oh, oh you got something in your eye. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just um, song. Cutting some onions over here. Actually, I was just looking at your iPhone screen and wondering, like, did one of those get in my eye? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's shattered, and, I and shattered it's easy iPhone. to imagine a tiny crumb of glass just flaking off and they're, flitting they're around. amazingly easy to use, well broken. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> impressive. I've got a crack in mine. It's, it's fine. been hanging on for months. Hmm. Yeah, I've got a crack in my cases. butt, and it's perfectly uh, functional. <laughs> um, I'll say. That's such an ancient joke. Is your butt broken? <laughs> it's got a crack in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was, like, third grade level... <laughs> Brilliant. Am yeah. I so out of touch? No. No. It's the children who are wrong. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite quotes ever. Let's move on to community segment. Let me shut this thing down. These are the community segments. They are segmenting the community. Uh, <laughs> mix that, Cooper. Uh, uh, gerrymandering. If if there is was one moment in a game story that you could change, what would it be? Was the question of the week from two uh, weeks ago. Okay. Wait, what was the question of the I week? Mean, is that last your official week? answer, Brett? The, uh, the question last week, um, we didn't ask one. Okay. But uh, the fake question of the week rude. last week was, uh, 
What, what was it? Um, which uh, 2D fighter's arterial spray do you think would taste most like cranberry jelly? Because <laughs> it, it was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Time killers. Okay. There's yeah, your answer. Probably yeah. Brett wins. Yay. Thanks. Bias. Uh, Baca <laughs> is dumb one was the first to answer in the forum, so he gets he or she gets read first. <laughs> is that Brett? Uh, for me... <laughs> I've been outed. <laughs> For me, it would have to be the choice to pick my starter Pokemon. <gasps> Why should I, a humble 10-year-old, have to go off on my own to fight crime and become the best there ever was? I'd rather just go back inside, have my mom and non-existent dad go off on their own adventure. I'll just stay in Pallet Town on my own. Thank you very much. <laughs> did read something about that on Reddit. Or on... <laughs> As someone like my daughter says she doesn't have to do her homework, and I said I put you in this world and I could take you out. And then you writes, so then I pull out my hard dick, and I, sh- I I put it right on her shoulder and I suck her up right up into it. <laughs> and, and then I go to my wife and she sees I'm so fucking hard, and then we, she's like, I want to have big sex with you, and she's like, have sex, and boom, I have sex. With, and, and ten minutes later, a son comes out, <laughs> and he does his homework. <laughs> I don't remember where I saw that, but somebody, somebody put on my Facebook. It's really funny. Jesus. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. Uh, uh, let's, KG fan says, This was a tough one for me to think about, but after much consideration, I would change the ending of Prince of Persia 08. Warning. Spoilers ahead. To give players a choice between the game's original ending where you revive Elika, resulting in unleashing Aruman, or you could see a choice in the distance of just leaving the area and giving Elika one last kiss goodbye. As you leave, thinking that this is what you would want Elika to have you do, you hear Aruman saying, No! Escalating in volume until you enter another sandstorm and hear his voice no more. Eventually you find your donkey Farah, and the prince looks back in at the direction he came in, only to see nothing but the sandstorm behind you. And then he rides off. I think this game in particular. I think of this game in particular because it saddens me that this story may never continue. But at least fans could have a chosen form of closure. So, so far, it feels like the the first two answers are: I want to instead of doing the heroic thing, say fuck it, hmm. walk away. I don't think people want to be play, heroes. They, in I games. think they want to play less. Yeah. Like if if I could just not play a game, that would be best. Man, no, so I have jokes I want to make right now. But do it. Nah, I can't. <sighs> uh, Tranquil Bez twenty two says I would change the opening of the Saints Row the Third, where Pierce is the one killed on the plane instead of Gat, mainly because playing the rest of the game didn't feel the same without him. Not even dressing up as a toilet and hitting people in hot dog costumes <laughs> with dildo bats could fill the hole in my heart. Thank God he came back in the fourth game. Curious Quail says, spoiler, I, uh, but I'd probably change the way Deckard Cain dies in Diablo 3. Not that these games are known for their story, but uh, he gets shot by a butterfly demon lady and just dies unceremoniously. Uh, and it happens in, in engine. Like, they couldn't spare the cinematic team to throw something together for arguably the most recognizable character in the series. I'd say make him a secret badass who dies, like defending someone uh, in some super rich CGI scene. <laughs> And give the bastard a decent death. I'm so, uh, like, I wish he just died with more CG. Wait, a while. <laughs> Wait. oh man, <laughs> yeah, I was right below that. Aaron Baba, yeah. Why is my mugshot in here? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. I'm gonna put it in Candy Kong's neck hole, it, in the, <laughs> underneath my mugshot. <laughs> uh, I don't feel good. 
Um, fuck you, Aaron Baba. I'm going to even read your response. I'm so mad at you. Would like to change the original Mass Effect so that you have to let Ashley die. Uh, none of this Pitt Caden or Ashley business. No. The xenophobic Michelle Rodriguez Fox News and Space character dies. <laughs> dead. She's dead. No matter what. Dead. Dead. Sorry. I'm home from drinking out night. All night. Um, you want Caden in the world more than Ashley? I don't know, man. I did. Oh, God. Um, he's so, not he, an Ashley fan. He's so boring. Caden oh, sucks. Uh, Bladed Falcon says, uh, I would have... I would make Chrono's death and Chrono Trigger be permanent and non-reversible... Uh, why are you laughing at me? Because I'm a little drunk when I'm reading this? No, because, like, I like the idea that his death is permanent and non-reversible. I mean, anyone else who puts that game in is <laughs> just like, no. no, no. <laughs> one, one, he died. So, <laughs> so, this is it. so that it would actually matter as opposed to being a cheap and manipulative moment that was almost instantly revealed to be reversible thanks to a convenient and pr- uh, previously unmentioned artifact along with a series of bullshit arbitrary steps and rules to make uh, said resurrection possible. Perhaps then, and only then, uh, would this game's story actually deserve the amount of praise it has received. Man, oh. I like that bit. Because yes. it showed how he made friends across time, and they had to come together to bring him back. Mm-hmm. It's a little contrived how they do it, but like, I like that bit. All right. Also, it's one of the best games ever. Like, yeah, let, let it go, Baba. It no. does. It does kind of reek a little of like... We, you guys got 30 minutes of shit we could do to pad this out, but it's great. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Pepper, my sister is gay, and after hearing about Gone Home, I told her to play... This is serious, Michael. Okay. <laughs> Who the laughing. fuck laughed? Uh, that wasn't me. It was the it, other two. No, no, it was someone else. <laughs> <laughs> it was the one who's laughing right now, probably. His sister's so gay. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because I'm reading over his shoulder and gay was capitalized. <laughs> I thought it was she's funny. So, she's so gay. She's allergic to dick. She's so... He didn't even say so gay. He just said my sister is gay. That's not hard. After playing Gone Home, I told her to play it and watch it. We both agreed that the ending was awful, Michael. Oh, wow. My bad. She says that she very much had similar experiences many times and I read those relationships and then secret heartbreak and forced hetero relationships. She was very bothered by how neat and happy it was. I was also bothered by the neatness, but more so in the fact that the mother doesn't cheat on her husband. I'd change the game to make it much darker. The mom cheats on the dad, the sister's alone and heartbroken, and shamefully turns to men to keep up appearances for a few more years, and the player character awkwardly leaves home and pretends she was never there. Talk about wanting games to be more realistic. Hmm. Uh, did you know if a woman cheats on a man, she's a villain? Ooh. Yeah. Not even story-wise, just in real life. <laughs> it's the same way the other way around? No, uh, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. It's the exact <laughs> no, opposite. hero. Hero. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Corey Noob, one moment of change is the end of Final Fantasy X. If Titus had somehow not disappeared, we would never have to suffer through X2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the dress spheres. The dress spheres. The dress spheres. Uh, Jar, every time Samus opens her dumb mouth, another M. I, uh, that game gets a lot of shit for the story, but it's all deserved. Those cutscenes turn the hardest woman Nintendo had into a subordinate wimp with no personality. The game itself was pretty fun. Take out the FPS missile view, and there isn't much I would change. I won't get going on Zero Suit Samus. Put Mega Man in a Speedo while you're at it. Okay. Um, so, many things I have to say. <laughs> Isn't oh, Mega Man already kind of wearing a Speedo? Sort of. He's wearing a Robo Speedo. Yeah, he's wearing, um, like, little underpants. But it's like, the Samus thing, the Zero Suit thing is definitely done for, you know, cheesecake, but it's like, you would also probably have some kind of skimpy something. Like, even you think, mm. 
like you think cryo suits or, or cryo sleep, even an alien where Scorny Weaver really only has a tiny t-shirt. Yeah, I think t-shirt. Ripley walked around with a little t-shirt. Yeah. Right. It's like you'd have a second skin, like form-fitting suit, or you would have... That doesn't even sound like you're trying to hide the fart. That sounds like... <laughs> like like a, you're lifting your ass into the most concave part of the chair like, so it that it echoes. Like someone <laughs> blasting ice at a wall. I don't like to see either that it turns my ass into a Jew harp. It is not. It is not where I want to be. <laughs> uh, I reviewed other M and said most of those, a lot of good things. Said most it. of those things. Well, in I'm the sitting review, next so. to your garbage, and I, your, your farts overpowering <laughs> the garbage. Buy us a new garbage can. <laughs> uh, yeah, I broke it. Sorry, it's, I saw that. It's, <laughs> I mean, that's got to be like twelve bucks. <laughs> oh, at least upwards of twelve bucks. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Batman boy, one eleven. Have we been hotboxed by your farts? Why are we so happy farts? He's describing the entire evening. Farting helium. Mm. B man boy, one 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 eleven, one dash of one. As much as I liked Metal Gear Solid Four. Warning: spoilers ahead. I've always felt that it was almost too much of a happy ending for the series. It felt like there was almost no consequence. In my opinion, it would have been better to have Snake die after he crawls through the microwave and does what he was supposed to do, and maybe someone else, Johnny or Meryl particularly, should have died too. Hmm. Target practice says, About two weeks after Sonic & Knuckles is released on the Genesis, I would walk quietly into the Sega boardroom during a meeting and state very calmly, Gentlemen, let's leave it here, shall we? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Moan for Stallone, who I enjoy saying the name of. So the I will read. I'm following. He's the best person on Instagram right now. Moan for Stallone. Just okay. Oh, I believe. Follow him on Instagram. Moan for Stallone. Moan for Stallone says, "I have to go with Dom's death in Gears of War three. Please let me explain. The setup, dialogue, music, and execution was just sloppy and ruined what could have been a great moment in gaming history. Why did he have time to drive a car away from the action and self-reflect?" Why was his line delivery flat and sounded like it was recorded in a tin can? And why was his death set up to be so anticlimactic? To fix this, I'd set up some kind of Pearl Harbor, you're going to live, or man on fire, Denzel dying scenario, throw in Hans Zimmer, journey to the line, musical (laughs) score piece, and wait till the very end of the game to kill this iconic character. You may very well have the recipe for the best video game moment of all, but it is a bro franchise, so that would be like me asking Blink-182 to actually know how to play their instruments. Ooh. Just dated myself, didn't I? Well, not by much, but also, that was also a spoiler, but there was no warning, therefore I read it. And also, spoilers <laughs> for Gears of War don't count because who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Explain now. The only thing that comes to mind for me really quick is Final Fantasy VIII when Irvine the Cowboy Dude, uh, is that his name? Yes. Sure. Uh, when he chickens out from shooting sorceress, and that was my tipping point for the game, where I'm like, everyone in this game is whiny and problematic, and <laughs> character <laughs> character flaws do not equate depth. Eject. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. No eject. Open. 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 No. Uh, yeah, you're right. Open. I said. I said on the episode we did this on. I said that I wish Samus was a boy because. Mm. I don't want to play as no woman. Right. 
Which I think is no, you always do. <laughs> I do. I'm my Dragon Age Inquisition character is cool. I want to play Inquisition so bad. Yeah. She's I, awesome. I felt really bad because Jesus Christ! <laughs> what? What happened? What do you mean what? I probably Why picked up issue? on Mike. Holy shit! Dude. No, I, no oh. one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> that was extravagantly loud. That was like LucasArts level, like someone grabbed that and used it as ambient noise of like a, a fucking predator in the swamp. I don't know why we can't all be professionals about this. The chair just <laughs> broke while I was sitting in it, uh-huh. and you guys are trying to make it seem like something. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, one more. Uh, Captain in Arms says Modern Warfare 2... No Russian level. You are the last gunman to walk out of that I elevator. About no meaning there is a sweet spot where you can kill the terrorists while they are funneled into the door. I know it's taking advantage of a flaw rather than a genuinely interesting answer. I'm sure if the developers could go back, they'd put you in the front, but it's too tempting. No, it is interesting because there are so many times in games where like something preordained has to happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, according to the logic of this game world, I could change that from happening, but it's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 you can't. No, 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 no. You're on a rail. And that, that always bugs me when it's like... I can just go prone, sit in this airport, and never move, and then... Exactly. Like, here's a clear moment where you can change the course of this, but... No, this is only going one way, so... Mm-hmm. It always no. bugs me. You, you can shoot the other dudes, but if you do, you, you just fail the level. When I even hate it in, like, Bioware games, where it's like, none of these are the dialogue option I want. Like, that's, none of this is what I want to say, but... <laughs> Uh, I feel I do they can't feel little, predict everything. I do feel a little bad with Dragon Age because uh, everybody else is talking about like, oh, I just made my uh, my Inquisitor a uh, female lesbian Kunari that's eight foot feet tall, and like I want to make something really abnormal. It's like I just I just made a brown haired white dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you just made the hero of every other game. Exactly. Yeah, I made a lady, but a human, but a cool archer human. Does she have a cool face looks tattoo? Like she doesn't have a face tattoo. Damn. But but my brown-haired white dude has a mullet and, that is kind of spiky and also a five o'clock shadow. So, so you know awesome. he's Still totally lesbian. unique. Still lesbian. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. New question of the week. Uh, I think given our, our starting topic, there's only really one place we could go with this, which is... Boo-hoo. Has there ever been a moment in a game that has actually made you... Tear up, cry, whatever you want to call it. If you ever got a lump in your throat during the uh, uh, credits and a particularly emo- after a particularly emotional that ending. part in Wolfenstein where Hitler died. Yeah, <laughs> for me it was cars, man. Okay, so <laughs> I was trying so hard to win this race. Uh-huh. It was very easy to do so. And Toe Mater was tossed me power ups. <laughs> it was like you one, of, my, one, one of the first articles I ever wrote for Games Radar was about cars. It was a guide. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, I had I to review the DS one. I'm sorry. I think the rest of us already answered this question in the yes. first half. So, what's your answer? Let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Answering there. First person to answer by starting the thread with the question gets read first on next week's show. Or you can go to the comments under the article for episode 92. So, that's been our show. Brett, as the guest, do you have anything to plug? No. BG Emperor? No. 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 People shouldn't go to I'll Capcom play, Unity. I'll play Emperor and Capcom Unity. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I gave a spiel earlier about Brett's, the games. Brett's Twitter, uh, Cantista on Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Go you follow. Gotta, you gotta follow that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
Also follow uh, VG Apocalypse, which is the show's official Twitter. Uh, <laughs> was, that, was that your butt or a spring? It was the that, spring. that was a spring, probably. <laughs> it wasn't either. Why do we answer coming out of the his other? butt? <laughs> this is a desk, by the way. <laughs> um, so at VG Apocalypse, uh, you'll get updates for when the show uh, goes live, oh, yeah. or follow me personally at Wikipars, and I will occasionally tweet. Uh, Semi-interesting things. Chris, go. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. Um, uh, Cantista, er, Cantista, I'm Brelston on Twitter. Um, no. Blazer time this week. Uh, the worst Christmas ever. We tried to have a competition. Uh, a, we tried to see uh, what was history's worst Christmas, and then B, which one of us had the worst Christmas ever. Uh, spoiler, Mike Grimm wins by a fucking country oh, mile. Wow. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ, it's awful. The fuck, man. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect it to be that bad. Wow. Um, but that, that's up on Laser Time right now, the worst Christmas. Um, we encourage you to share your worst Christmases underneath. Um, and... Um, Follow our YouTube channel. We have a the Game of Thrones stream up there, and we should have a bunch of Japan content uh, coming soon. I'll subscribe. I'll subscribe, or like, or comment, or share. all three, or share. <laughs> all four. Know. I don't know. I hate share it on uh, uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Look, just like it on Twitter and uh, favorite it on Facebook. Just watch one thing for fuck's sake, Look. like. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of people who listen to these shows and watch our YouTube, it's a huge discrepancy. Chris puts a lot of effort into those YouTube videos, and I expect there's going to be a lot of interesting things coming. They are pretty entertaining. From your Very rarely. trip yes. to we went there Japan. It's, it'll be good. Dude, we got monkeys, Japan. we got cats, we got video games, we got Disney, we got... Uh, oh, you got it all. Yeah, like, come on, check it out. Uh, follow me on Twitter, I'm at Mechamorbo. Oh. Uh, and uh, I want to before we go, I want to just ask you, what do you suppose a bunny hug is in Saskatchewan? Um, what would they call, what would they call a bunny hug? A cottontail fart? No. Is no. It a kiss? No. Damn. It's a hoodie. It's what I'm wearing right now. It's a hoodie. Uh, a bunny. Uh, so disappointing. Bunny I hate hug. Canadians. Yeah. That's a that's a weird Canadian word for you. Is that the word of the week? Most, most of these wor- the words in this book are not weird at all. Like, Canadian whiskey yeah, is in here. Canadian <laughs> whiskey. Oh, it's called hooch. Isn't that weird, huh? Yeah. No, like, there's an entry for Canadian whiskey. Oh. <laughs> also, IMAX was mentioned in Canada. Who knew? Uh, IMAX the, the film does, standard right? or IMAX the, the computer? Uh, the, the film standard. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, all right. Anyway, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. Says fifty cartoon jelly glasses. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> that was all Chris moved in with. Fifty cartoon <laughs> jelly glasses. A wing and a prayer and fifty mm-hmm. cartoon jelly glasses. That's, you're like the only reason I need an apartment is a place to store my fifty cartoon jelly glasses. I did get to do that on the Game of Thrones stream today. I moved out here with a duffel bag, some clothes, and this book, George R. R. Martin's Feast of Crows. And it sucks, and I threw it across the room, <laughs> and I didn't realize that, that that a where I was throwing it, and that b that the camera caught the entire thing of me throwing it and like hitting the shelf like shit. Oh god! All right, I guess that's good. Oh fuck! Why did I throw it so hard? That's actually kind of funny.